Hey, what's up? This is the Tuesday Show. My name is Ultra David. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? Going all right, going all right. So we got a few topics to talk about today. Let's look at them. We're going to talk about Zeku, who is a new character in the Street Fighters. We're going to talk about, uh, at least James is going to talk about, his thoughts on the other Marvel characters. Yeah, because I finally got a chance to mess with them, so Sick. I'm kind of excited. We're going to talk about a bunch of event results. A lot of stuff happened this past week. Then we're going to talk about the upcoming E-League Injustice stuff. We'll talk briefly about players there and what to expect and mm-hmm. whatnot. We'll talk about Dragon Ball Fighter Z. That's right. The new DLC stuff, etc. A lot of new stuff and release dates, etc. Lots of stuff. So for sure. And then assorted other stuff. But That's let's right. begin with Zeku. Zeku just came out today. Literally, uh, just came out. And, new Street uh, Fighter Five character. I found out apparently while it's downloading the update. If you go to training mode, it won't download the update anymore. Like I was in training mode, it was like would kept dying. I'm so, I'm sure I was in training mode. Yeah, I know. I like I thought that that I know I've done it before, but it didn't work. So I left it sit there, and then it worked. But I got him finally. So PlayStation to, problems. Yeah, I know. I was able to mess with him for an hour basically. So I got oh cool. Okay, so you got a good chance. Yeah, I got a chance to mess with him. I got a bit of a chance myself. I played with him for probably about twenty minutes until I had to skedaddle. So he is Guy's master. Mm-hmm. He has the ability. He's a stance character. Yes, Guy's he comes master into the stage. As evidenced by this picture here. There he is. He's Whoa! Right in the fight Dang! Look at his big old lion's mane. That's pretty cool. <laughs> he's Guy's master, and he has two versions of himself. I guess the old one and the young one, mm-hmm. and they are stances. They're yes. different characters in the same character. Different, different normal attacks. Different special attacks. Yeah, I mean, they're basically completely different characters outside of their critical art. And and they have a Good similar trigger. V-trigger, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, they are... Yeah. They're about as different as you can get yeah. between two characters. And you remember, you know, Gen was very much the same, right? In Street mm-hmm. Fighter Four, Gen was, was very much the same. Different guy with respect to, to the different stances. But you could switch pretty quickly, mm-hmm. you know? And especially in that one stupid alt, you couldn't really tell which one he was. <laughs> well, actually, no, all the alts were for Gen. You couldn't, all the costumes, you couldn't tell which one he was. There was only one that you could. Oh, I had it backwards. Yeah, totally right. uh-huh, you could, you uh-huh. there was see one with the a mask, mask. And so a lot of people wouldn't right. pick that one. Fair enough. Because he had two different jumps. That was very stupid. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so you, you had to actually see him moving to like know which one he was in. Mm-hmm. But for Zeku, he, there's like a much more obvious, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, v, the V skill switches you or there's a special move that switches you to. It's like super clear. He looks graphically different. You don't have to just see him walking around, moving around. He looks different. So you know which one he is. I've had a chance to play with him too. Well, before we talk about the actual gameplay, what do you think about him as like a like looks like the like the character? character? I, you know, honestly, I feel like Capcom has been kind of killing it actually with the last with including so from Abigail to Zeku, animation wise and just cool little touches and things like that. I actually feel like Capcom has been really hitting it out of the park with these three characters. I mean, as, to sound like a really terrible. I mean, that sounds like an esports phrase so much. He's been hitting it out of the park. (laughs) Oh, God. I will not say that again. He looks awesome. He looks really cool. I feel like they gave him a lot of good time. Someone actually put out an image of how all the normal moves, like, match up to, like, Strider's normal moves from MVCI and actual Strider games and stuff like that. Yeah, you you can see a clear parallel, I think, with Strider buttons. For some of them, you can see a clear parallel with guy buttons in the past. Mm -hmm, There's, like, mm this very clearly... You know the inspiration. I, I think I think he looks great. I really yeah. do. I, I think even, he's animated well. 
Uh-huh. I think he. I love that he has a little post special move like dances, you know, or whatever, like Abigail does. I think that's very cool. Uh, I think I think he looks cool. I think he sounds good. Dude, even after you it's land, it's like his, a nice audio visual work. Yeah, I gotta say, after you land his critical art, he like says, "That is the power of Bush." You can shut him up. Like he poses, he's like, "That is the." And if you crouch, he just stops talking. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm with you. I feel like the last few characters have been really, really well done. Dude, even the fact that Graham, when he does the kick in old man mode, has the same sound effect. As Strider's sword. Oh, that I didn't notice. It actually does the same. Yeah, it has the same sound effect. That is cool. Yeah. So, but you know what? Olaf Redland brought up an interesting lore point, though, and I don't know how much you've played Strider before, or even if you remember the assistant MVC one. Tom Poo. Neither. (laughs) Tom Poo is an enemy in Strider, and they actually jump down and they do Strider blades with kicks. But they're bad guys, so Zeku now has Strider Blades with kicks, and it's like, did two branches come off? There was the Tompu path, and then the Strider path. I don't know. Just kind of, okay. I don't know. Olaf brought that up, and I was like, whoa, the lore just got deeper. <laughs> that actually is kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I like him. I think he looks great. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. okay. Nice work. Nice work to old Capcom over there. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the gameplay. I don't find myself very interested in it. <laughs> well, uh, after Abigail and Minot, two characters that I was very interested in, yeah. uh, Zeku turned out, he was, he's more limited than I was expecting him to be. Mm. Like, I thought he was going to be able to cancel into his V-Skill. You, his V-Skill, like, remember how it says you could teleport to either side and all that stuff? Yeah. I mean, that only happens if he hits. Right. So it's only just choosing. It's not even a real mix-up. Like, I thought on block, he would be able to transform gotcha. and pick mix-ups and et cetera, et cetera. You can't even cancel into it. Uh, in young mode, you can't really do run-stop pressure because, like, fierce into run-stop is still so long. Like, he's just, like, run-stopping forever, pretty much. So you can't really uh, do a lot of that kind of stuff. So I actually was surprised. Uh, and... and the only way, like, to combo into the V-Skill to transform, like, old is really limited. Basically has only one way to do it, which is make sure you hit Crouch Heavy Punch into medium kick, uh, up blade, spin okay. kick, quarter circle back with kick, and then you can combo into his V. But, like, the other strider, like, old young strider has, like, a target combo into it. Right. Any time you land the shoulder, you can combo light punch into light shoulder and still juggle and transform. Like, he's going to be able to transform all day. Now, the special command to change is so fast, it's not going to be too much Very of an fast. issue. So, But I just thought he was going to be a character like that. You might be able to play him close up and just be like switching between them like constantly during the offense. And that's not the situation. So No, it, it seems like the two characters are very different. I, I don't know that they... I don't know that they, like, mesh that well. I feel like Old Man is seems to me more like a distance character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. N- not zony per se, but, like, definitely controls the mid-range better. And then Young Man seems like he's more about being up close and, and mobile. So I don't know how they fit. Right. I don't, he- I don't know. Like, it's... it's I guess maybe if you want a zonery type character, then you just stay with Old Man. And, like, uh-huh. maybe if you want Rushdown... Maybe you just pick one and you just stick with it for the whole right. game. Right, yeah, see, I was about to say, yeah, it almost feels like there's two characters here. Yeah. And that you're just going to pick your preference, but the big advantage that he has is that he's going to be able to counterpick without changing characters. Because I mean, I... <laughs> if you win and then they go to Zangief, 
I'll be old Zeku. And if they win and they go to this guy, I can be young Zeku. So, you know, there's kind of that option. But how much really are people going to be switching back and forth? I have no idea. I, I almost wonder, I didn't test this, but do you know if just like button into the stance switch special move, does that actually leave you at better frames than button into run cancel? That's a good question. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I didn't test that one. I don't know. I mean, both of them have cancelable. No, actually, I don't think Strider's Far Fierce was cancelable. I don't think it is either. Yeah, only Zeku's was. Yeah. So, hmm. I think for Young, it was only Crouching Strong and the Lights. Yeah. And then correctly. for Old, only Close Standing Strong, only Standing Strong and Standing Heavy Punch could be cancelled. But, like, he had that, like, this nice range, Crouching Medium Punch, yeah. Crouching Medium Kick, but neither of them could cancel the Crouching Medium Kicks. Right. Dude, the crazy part was that I noticed that in Young, in Strider mode, dude, his jump attacks suck. He only has one good jumping medium kick, which does everything. Cross-up, hits low and everything. Doesn't have great range, but everything else hits up. Mm. It's weird. So he actually, I feel like, will have a lot of weird mix-ups that he can do jump attack with throw, you know, to fake people. But that's not real. real. It's not real, so... I don't know. His his gameplay is confusing to me, and, and I'm not... Interested enough by either side of him to to do like the legwork to find out, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like I was interested enough with Abigail, so I did it. And I, with season one, I did it with a bunch of characters. Mm-hmm, I was interested with Manette. I even put in some time just okay. to like see what I could do because I thought she was interesting. Right. I don't know about Zeku, and I am not interested enough <laughs> to look into it. I mean, it's interesting that you know, as a stance character, I feel like he's probably the least weird out of a lot of the characters that have come out. You know, like, I think Ed is actually weirder. Colleen oh, yeah. might be weirder. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think they're all weirder. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, for sure. Than, than, than Zeku. Zeku feels like a lot of his stuff feels kind of like, this is what you're supposed to do. Even his V-Trigger is surprisingly very, very straightforward. Yes. Because after you activate it, it just gives you one dash cancel, Correct. right? Which I like, by the way. That's cool. Thank God, because we have, we have been having way too many comeback V-triggers. And this one doesn't feel like as much of a comeback V-trigger. Well, you're right. It's not going to give you, like, multiple mix-ups and death, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. But if you land a hit... I mean, I remember watching the Winter Stays On stream Uh that was introducing uh him, and they were already doing 500 damage with just button, V-trigger... Button into dash. Dash, yada, yada. That was already there, and I'm sure there's going to be better optimization than that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a damaging thing. But, yeah, you only get one. You only get one dash, and then it's gone. The nice thing about that, though, is that if you spend it right away, if you spend it right away, he's going to be a character that has a lot more opportunities to get two V-triggers in a round because it's two bars, and if you cancel into spend it right away, you can get it back almost instantaneously. Sure. I mean, if nothing else, it's like Fang's trigger... He just gets it more often, right? Mm-hmm. Fang's trigger is only useful because you can cancel sweep. That's it. <laughs> it sucks otherwise. That's why I keep saying if Fang had the ability to do a, I know. yeah, and, and then get spend it all of it, he would be way better. For he sure, would actually, be better. For sure. So Zeku can at least do that, and then he gets a dash. Cool, right? So I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like the best V trigger, but it doesn't seem like a bad V trigger either. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's. He's, like, so not weird <laughs> that it's almost weird to me. So. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, we'll I, I don't think that he's going to be bad or good. I have no impression of that no idea. right now. I'm no idea. Probably just, not bad. Yeah, but I don't know. But uh, I just I was hoping that he would be a little crazier. And I know like Vi did too, because he was like, "Oh, here we go. I'm going to be able to have my rushdown character," you know, and, which is funny because I mean, Street Fighter Five is not lacking in rushdown characters. Literally, so. go to the character select and spin a wheel, and <laughs> you'll land on one. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I did like. Um, you know, aesthetically, again, I just love the fact that, like, his moves are a really nice blend between Strider and from Guy. They look Scratching great. having punch looks, it, it looks, in, in Strider mode looks exactly like Guy, etc. Et oh, actually, no, I think it was Old Man. Yeah, Old Man. Old Man. Yeah, Old Man's it, has it. What I like about it is that it's not exactly like, it's not like they literally copied the animation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. But it's clearly close. It's, like, right. strongly inspired by it. And you can imagine, yeah. like... Guy's seen this move a million times, and he like makes his slight adaptation yeah, yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, but it's uh-huh. not exactly the same. It was, it was like That's the cool. Goken thing, right? Remember how Goken looked like he had different kind of moves, and it was like, oh, you could see how Ryu developed yeah. it and everything like that. But, I mean, the one thing, the thing that was interesting, though, was that they kind of based the move so much that even Strider's Strider mode standing light punch looks really whack. <laughs> like, he's just like... But that's like exactly guy. what Guy did, you know. Yeah. So I thought that that's was actually kind of funny. So. I like it. I like it. I think he looks mm-hmm. good. I just am not sure how interesting he'll be to play. But we'll see. I'm sure there are people out there who like him. Mm-hmm. And I've already seen. I think the Feetly put up a Twitter clip of combo into one mix-up into. That's the end of the round. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's standard. Like you know, expecting that. Yeah. I, I don't think it was. Actually, it might not have even been a mix-up. It might have just been, like, combo into another combo. Right, yeah, okay. But, like, I mean, was there, there was a critical situation. And, the, and critical super at the end, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. the uh-huh. Of course, of course. Okay. We'll see. Okay. So that's that's Zeku. He's out mm-hmm. right now. See mm-hmm. how that pans out. I guess he'll be banned for Canada, Canada Cup, Cup, which yeah. is, of course, this weekend, and that's too, too early. Right, which was weird, too, because you remember that the three new characters for MVCI were, like, immediately playable at, like, all events they announced, even though in their rules specifically state that it was, like, their banned you know. for a week, but, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Zeku will still be banned for Canada Cup, yes. as far as I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Hopefully not for the team tournament, because it'd be cool mm. if, if someone busted out Zeku in the team you. tournament. I hope so. Oh, That's not cool. covered by Capcom rules, so yes, you're right. exactly. Um, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, slide the trophy over here, because it is not blocking the, the table over here. There you go. This is, this is the reveal right here that we're using the table backwards, basically. You're supposed to sit on the other side. And uh, the computer wires and everything like that are supposed to go through here, basically. But we use the table backwards because it creates the nice arch here. So. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, you brought up the Marvel characters, the new three yes. Marvel characters. Um, I briefly went over my thoughts about them last week, but you hadn't had a chance to play them yet. So mm-hmm. you have now, and yes. what do you think? Um, I really want to learn Black Panther. <laughs> yeah? You're a Panther fan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's really... He is so interesting okay. because he's all movement based. Yes. He's all now. He doesn't have the greatest mix ups no. right now. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But just the, the the fact that everything could be canceled into the wall thing, and then you could crouch cancel, and then he could just land, and then 
I don't know. It just feels like he he's gonna be an active character, okay. and that really kind of intrigues me okay. right now. So I've been following. Sick. If you guys want good Panther stuff, go check out Filthy Rich's uh, oh, yeah. Twitter right now. Filthy Rich, of course, uh, uh, also one of the main Urian guys early on in when he first came out in Street Fighter Five. For sure. But I've been looking at a lot of his stuff, and yeah, I, I, I really want to learn Black Panther, but now I'm just like, what, who do I pair him up with? And yeah, I'm trying to figure out the right team for him right okay. now. Okay, so. I think that's, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, because I've heard a lot of negativity about Black Panther, yeah, because I, his mix-ups aren't very Right, good. exactly, and that's, that's the weak part about him, is that he's going to have a hard time opening people up, which is weird, but... Then I'm, so I might as well pair him with Captain America because then I'll have two characters who can't open you up to save your so life. So my theory about Marvel Infinite is that we cannot just talk about assists and supports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's or points and supports. That's not the game. Instead, there needs to be a category of um, I think uh, Dan on Twitter called it uh, initiators. I, I was calling them party starters because I didn't yeah, know what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I think he's good for that. He doesn't he doesn't do the mix ups, but he like inserts his partner into yeah, where yeah, 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 into yeah. where uh, they can mm-hmm, mix up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he's really good at that. Yeah. So and, I, I'd love I'd love to see people explore that side because I think that's a cool idea. Dude, B Stepter just totally called me out. I I I I I, I, stu- I like another cat character. <laughs> man, Dang you it. just can't escape. What the hell, man? That I had, cannot dude, escape. I did not even think about that. But yeah, I have my cat character. You're now. stuck. Jesus, that's crazy. You're stuck. Well, don't play him uh, with uh, with the old captain because uh, yeah, no, that's gonna be a not. terrible team. That's maybe gonna not. be a terrible team. But uh, Monster Hunter is really interesting as well because she can she's super slow, but everything's cancelable into that dash, and that's really what kind of opens her up. And she's way more versatile than I thought she was going to be mm. because, uh, dude, like. She, I, I, I never, like, if I was going to find a combo with five launches, like, legit launches in this game, I didn't think it would be Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah? <laughs> but I have a combo with five launches in it, which is actually kind of funny. That is cool. But um, she seems really interesting to me. She seems really interesting to me. And uh, what's cool right now is that I, she's been opening up a lot of characters for other people. Like, I saw that Chris G now is, like found a Morrigan team now. Like, he has not been able to find a partner for Morgan, but now he has Morgan a Monster Hunter, and he really likes that team. Oh, interesting. The team works well for him, so he's like, wow. It's, yeah, even he was like, I'm surprised that it took Monster Hunter to get me a Morrigan team. Interesting. Yeah. That, I can see that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and then Sigma, I don't know. Like, he just, he's weird to me. Yes. He's surprisingly like. slow and, like, floaty. And, like, I don't know, like, it's not how I would have pictured Sigma fighting at all. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, okay. like, you know, with the sword, like, little things left being left behind yeah. with this weird slow dash. Yep. You know, I didn't think that that was going to be how he played, so... I don't know, he's the one that I'm probably least interested in right now. Okay. He seems yeah. kind of... He seems kind of generic to me right now. Mm. But, you know, I mean, like, funny thing is, like, I've never been a Sigma fan. I don't know oh, if that's affecting me or, or what. I think like, he looks dumb. I don't care about the character. But I do think he's really good. I think he's dude, really good. He can't good. even be a bootleg Buzz Lightyear because he looked like that before Buzz Lightyear. That's true. <laughs> Sigma is he always predates like Buzz Lightyear by a long time. So I like his... I like his... So the special move dashes, I don't know what they're called, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're slow. But that actually is really good. 
I, I think that slow special moves are really strong in this game. Yes. And special moves that that are diagonal up, I think, oh, are really good. because they cover the sky, too. Well, that's part of it. But the other part of it is that if you are close and you do that special move, then you don't have to worry about your guy getting his butt kicked because he is now mm, behind the opponent. Got that it. Sigma moves behind the opponent. Yeah. And now you're the new dude, the new character is in front. So you know the you're automatically protecting your assist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel I feel that's actually okay, really good. Okay, okay. I think yeah, I think he has good zoning and good pressure and he sets up. I think he's actually really strong. Okay. Really yeah, strong. I mean I, I believe it. I believe, I mean honestly, out of all of them right now, I think Sigma Monster Hunter feel significantly stronger than Black Panther. I think I, agree I think that. Black Panther is just he's got to be a character that's just got to force people to make mistakes because the pressure is just so crazy, you know what I mean? But I don't know how that's going to pan out in this game because hmm. you don't want one character going ham. If no. you're just having one character going ham, I feel like you're playing it wrong. But you know, I can imagine like having a monster hunter Black Panther team where Monster Hunter just does quarter circle forward and then you just go into Black Panther and go nuts in that situation. But she could do that for everybody. Yeah. Know? And I, I don't feel like Panther is useful as like the guy that you tag into. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the mix-ups aren't there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? I don't know why you would tag into him. Right. But I think he's excellent for starting things off. So if you have like some good high-low character but doesn't have great mobility or something, mm-hmm. some good command grab mix-up character doesn't have good mobility, and you just want to get close, uh-huh. you just... Black Panther, oh, I did a wall dive or whatever, and now I'm, here I am. <laughs> I, I got Hacker right here. I wonder how crazy it would be to actually have, like, Spider-Man Black Panther and just be like, rush, just tag, away. rush, tag, rush, tag, rush, tag, rush, tag. Okay, rush, interesting. I th- when you first mentioned that, I, th- I think of running away. I think of, like, being very slow, biding my time oh, at the other side, and then, like, uh, oh, all of a sudden, you know at any moment, I can be in your face right. with both of those guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so you have to play differently. I don't, uh, that's, that's my thought. That's my theory about Black Panther right now. Yeah. But we'll see. I think they're all, uh, I think they're all fun, all okay. unique, which is great. So. Cool. New characters. New characters. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, do you want to just move on to event results Let's then? talk about events. Alright, let's do this here. There we go. Nice. All right. Remember to change the topics. All right. So let's talk about results. Uh, Which one do you want to go for first? I've got Toshinsai. I've got Ely, Dreamhack, Rebel, Approval Grounds. Up to you. All right. Let's talk about... Let's let's save E-League for last because then we can transition right into the preview for next week. So let's talk about Dreamhack first. So Dreamhack Denver just took place this weekend. Uh, lots of games there. Yes. Uh, Tekken 7, for example, um, which uh, seventh place was XL Spiro Jin with Eddie and Paul, uh, as well as ITS Jackie Tran with Jackson and Jackie Tran. That is a name I have not heard in a while. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sick. Fifth place was ITS J Chantra with Akuma and Xiaoyu. Xiaoyu. Fifth place is NG Obscure with Elisa. Fourth place, Anakin with Jack 7. Third place, Circa Joey Fury with Jack 7 Gigas. Second place, PG Speed Kicks with Huarong. And first place, Jimmy J. Tran with Brian. Yeah. Did you watch it at all? Uh, I did not you get were a busy. chance. Yeah, I did not get a chance. I did see that Poke Chop went all the way out there, and he ended up getting ninth place. So yeah. I think he just fell outside of the Tekken World Tour. I think if he got in the top eight, he might have qualified. But Man, that would have been sick. I know. Like I feel like, I feel like that's missing a that lot. That is a big bummer. <laughs> for sure. 
Well, I watched some of it, and dude, Joey Ferry's Gigas was sick. That's crazy, Gigas. Because like Gigas. that character is like supposedly like super terrible. Well, like kind of limited. I'm no tech and expert. What right. I've heard is that he's kind of limited, but uh, like straightforward, not terrible, but just like too straightforward a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he did some sick work. He had some good punishes with it. He he mixed up well. It was really cool to watch. Okay. He kept okay. a good range. Nice, because yeah, I mean that's what it's, he's supposed to be is about his reach, yeah. right? He, he's a range character, so yeah. it was very cool to watch. For me, nice. So. That was but good. Jimmy J. Tran, aka Emphy, aka Mr. Naps, aka uh, Shang Tsung. Not anymore. Yeah, now he's just Jimmy J. Tran, but he is continuing a, a pretty dominant streak here. So yeah. Good job to him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, you can see in ninth place, NYC Fab, mm. uh, Way Gamble, Princess Ling was in there. Thirteenth place, Rixta was in there. So a lot of good players showed up here. Yeah, and like you said, Pokechop was ninth. Mm-hmm. In Melee, in Melee, seventh place, Zane with Marth, and seventh place, Mewtwo King, Echo Fox Dang. and Mewtwo King with Marth and Ganador. Fifth place, Dang. CLG S Fat with Fox, as well as Liquid Chudat with Ice Climbers and Fox. Oh, come on. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, fourth was Tempo S2J with Captain Falcon. Third place, Tempo Axe with Pikachu, Young Link, and Falco. Yeah. Uh, second place, C9 Mango with Fox and Mario. And Sick. first place, Liquid Hungry Box again with Jigglypuff. So My man. I wonder if there's more salt in that department. I hope so. Melee fans, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Liquid Hungry Box continuing to do well. He just won uh, the the big house, didn't he? Or it was what? big house, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, big okay, major recently. Okay. Pretty sure it was big house. And Super Smash Brothers four seventh place Cosmos with Corin uh, FX Car Carna Car- yeah Carna with Sheik and Cloud. Fifth place Abadongo with Mewtwo and Bayonetta, as well as Esam with Pikachu. Sad there's no one who uses Pac-Man anymore. Fourth place, Javi with Sheik and Cloud. Third place, MSF Larry Lur with Fox and Marth. Second place, MVG Salem with Bayonetta. And first place, TSM Zero with Diddy Kong. Yeah. We haven't actually had a chance to talk about that Kotaku article that came out with, about Zero and how he was getting a bunch of death threats and all this stuff like that. And like how just he just basically, because he was the best player... He's had to slog through a bunch of just like negativity online and everything like that. I mean, is there anything that you want to say about that? Or there was a little jerkery on his side. He wasn't completely blameless in some right. situations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that article, if folks haven't read it, was was an eye opener to what he has had to experience, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and almost maybe a sign of why he's been kind of a you know had some jerkery in the past. Hard to blame him if yeah. that's uh, if that's happening so often. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was real, real crappy. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. upsetting to hear uh, that he had had death threats, credible death threats. Yeah, someone said that they were going to bring Wild. a gun to an event, and he actually had to bring a bodyguard with him to an event. This was at the esports arena too. Like that, that was he had he brought a bodyguard to the esports arena just to have someone look out crazy. for anybody who might try to do something crazy. So, um, so I. I you know, I'm like not. I haven't been rooting for Zero. I haven't been rooting against him either. But like, I just, you know, yeah, I haven't been rooting for him. I guess. Right. Now I'm gonna root for him. Yeah. Let's go, Zero. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, it, it's understandable when a person's doing well that he becomes the the heel that you want him to lose. Like that's sure. what happened with Justin during MVC two. Like nobody wanted that guy to win, but I don't think anyone gave him any death threats. We don't know. 
I, 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 could, I could probably ask him and find That's out. That's true. Never thought about sure. it. You know, but man, I mean... It was also a very different time. I mean, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It, it, everything was so much smaller, so much more localized. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't, you might have. We heard about Justin on the West Coast, but we almost never saw him. You saw, him, you saw him once a year, That's true. yeah. You know, uh-huh, at Evo uh-huh. or something, but different situation. So anyway, very uh, upsetting to hear about Zero. Yeah, I'm glad that he's doing well. Again, it's just you know, there's something about. Smash community, I feel like they just take things so seriously. I don't know what it is, you know. Like, there's a lot of I feel like, like what they do to poor Hungry Box when yeah. they get mad at him for winning and stuff like that. I don't know. I just, I don't know, man. Let's all be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's all, all right. be friends. Marvel versus Capcom Infinite results at a dream hack, uh, Denver. Seventh place was Flash with Raccoon and Dante. Uh, they don't list the gems here. Seventh place was Shiny Shoes, Thanos, and Nemesis. Fifth place, Urian, with a Y, FTP Urian, so he's transferring files, I guess, uh, with Nova and Ultron, and NCG Frost with Morgan Jetta. Fourth place, RLB Coffee Prince with Ultron Thanos. Third place, Havoc Noah with Rocket Raccoon and Jetta. Second place, Havoc Viper with Hawkeye and Ultron. And first place, HB Punisher. With for with Gamora Rocket Raccoon as well as Hawkeye Rocket Raccoon also a hitbox player that's what hitbox. the HP stands yeah. for yeah let's uh-huh. go yeah I mean he even put out a tweet like at one point he said I'm gonna learn hitbox and someone's like it's too late for you to learn hitbox you'll never be anything significant if you spend all that time and, well he just won a tournament so nonsense hitbox is very good yeah and apparently so was Rocket Raccoon three of them in the top eight yes I think everybody <laughs> thinks that. He is a good character, there's no doubt about it. And I've been watching a bunch of Punisher because I've been watching a bunch of NLBC and I've been watching uh, House of either Chaos or Crack. They, Chaos, it's ca- I mean, I know, but uh-huh, I uh-huh. watch that stream and they themselves are calling it House of Crack constantly. They can't, so. they can't, so, they're too used to it. I'm whatever, sure, you know, but I'm sure anyway, I've been watching it. HOC a lot and Punisher's on there and he's, do, he's doing good work, man. Nice. they got a lot of talented players over there. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, uh, Street Fighter Five. Seventh place was VS Poke Chop with Urian. All right. Uh, and Rain with Laura. Fifth place, Flash with Urian. Fifth place, also Dane Jarris with Zangief. Fourth place, Noble Vagabond with Nikali and Akuma. Third place, Pavocado. I didn't know Pavocado made it out there. Okay. Me neither. Uh, with Armika. Second place, 801 Strider with Laura. And first place, Liquid Knuckle Dew with Guile and Cami. Sick. Uh, did you get a chance to see any of this one? Negative. No, I was yeah. busy the whole time. I did not get a chance to see this either. What I heard, what I had heard was uh, that they had originally said that starting time would be 2 p.m. and then it turned out it was 10 a.m. What? So a lot of people were disqualified. Yeah. And then somebody stepped in. I heard it was Jabaley, but I don't want to give him credit because he's, you know how that guy is with credit. He'll just yeah, sop uh, it up. He's uh, a big uh, sponge for credit. Uh, <laughs> Whatever I did about it, uh, people were put back into the bracket. I don't know if everybody was. Oh, I did remember hearing. I'm not about sure if that. everybody was. Something. Some people were claiming top player privilege or something. I know, like for that. example, Gustavo Ito and Strider was because he was disqualified, and then he oh. was put back in, and then he got second place overall. Oh. So again, I don't know if everybody was able to get back in. I hope so, because that is. Wild BS. Yeah, that's whack. Four, four <laughs> hours. I mean, nobody... You would not be there at 10 a.m. if it started at 2. You wouldn't be there at 12. Dude, you, wouldn't be, if, you might not be there at 1.50. When we have commentary scheduled at 2 p.m., we're like, shit, we could sleep till 1.30. 100%. <laughs> 
absolutely. So that's that was craziness, but I'm glad that at least some people did get back into the bracket. Oh, that's that's terrible. Okay, yeah, for okay. sure. Uh, Pokin, uh, seventh place, Meme Stealer Sir Salty with Breaks in. <laughs> Sorry Tag with Mewtwo. Uh, fifth place, FAB, Suicune Master with Suicune and Alucario. Fifth place, SK Dale with Garchomp. Fourth place, NG Obscure with Suicune and Mewtwo. Uh, third place, Live with Dave with Blazikins. Second place, Double with Brakeson. And uh, first place, Twixie with Chandelure. Now, oh god, who was it? it was Coach Steve that I was talking to that they were saying that the, the new character was completely broken in this game. And I don't think that character is listed here anywhere. So I wonder Indeed. if people are not using that character just soft, like, because they, they have too much pride to play with it, or did they actually patch it? I'm not actually sure. I don't know either. Uh, Guilty Gear, Exert, Rev. Wow, they played a lot of games here. Guilty Gear, Exert, Rev. 2, 7th place was Saijo with Ramlethal. 7th place was also Dash R with Venom. 5th place, Havoc Viper with Faust and Shiny Shoes with Potemkin. 4th place, Pericles with Leo, with Leo, Soul, and Raven. Third place, Flash with Chip. Second place, beautiful dude, Zata One. First place, Havoc Noah with Eno. All right. uh, Super Smash Brothers. And then there's Melee doubles right. and, and, and uh, Smash 4 doubles results. So we'll just go ahead and uh, skip that one there. So Okay, um, let's move on to the Red Bull Proving Grounds results. This was the culmination of all the different cities running all the Red Bull events, you know, doing, uh, you know, like here's Atlanta, here's uh, NorCal, here's mm -hmm. SoCal, here's Seattle, here's the Canada section, here, etc. And they all got together and played with each other. And not only that, but it was also home of another Battle, for the, Battle of the Stones event. So this is where you could actually get a a, a one of the the power, power stone. the power stone yes, and so power stone was up for grabs. And so uh, here right now for the Red Bull Proving Grounds uh, finale, they only list two of the teams here. So I'm not sure which teams. May, let's see here. Uh, they didn't have a list of all the teams that showed up there, but second place was Team Philadelphia with NS Ludovic. With Chun Li, SB Dominion with Ed and SB JB with Rashid. So that one was definitely Team Philadelphia. But good job to them. And first place was Team PGO with Gamma DRA Ubuki, Gamma Gam Kaba with Guile, and Nephew with Colleen. No shock here. I agree. No shock here. And, you know, I saw even some people, like, you know, Kiko is the biggest DR, you know, you know yeah, promoter and everything yeah. like that, because that's where he's from and everything yeah. like that. But uh, he's been asking, why is Kaba not sponsored, right? I mean, one, to be honest with you, he probably should remove the GAM from the front of his name, because that's a strategy a lot of players have used, because it looks like that they're sponsored. But two, honestly, I don't know why he's not sponsored, because this guy is ridiculous. Very good player. He has a great personality. Honestly, the only thing that's probably holding him back is that he doesn't know English very well, right? But that obviously hasn't stopped a lot of Japanese players from getting sponsored, for so sure. I don't think that that's a concern. So definitely Kaba is a player to look for, because that guy is so talented. Very, Absolutely very talented. Right. So. Um, and then also Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Battle for the Stones. The result, 7th place, Iconic with Dante and Chun-Li. Circa Joey D with Zero and Thanos. 5th place, PG Punk with Dante and Ultron. PG Coach Steve with Spencer and Nova. 4th was Neo Karsh 
mm-hmm. formerly from Dominican Republic. I'm sorry, from Puerto Rico, Correct. right? Uh, with Gamora, Captain Marvel, third place, PG Ray Ray. Wow, Panda Global did really well at this event. Yes, they Global, did. PG Ray Ray, Gamora, Ultron, second place, Echo Fox, Sonic Fox with Jetta Rocket Raccoon. But first place, Fort Cloud 805 with Zero Dante. I have not seen this, but I heard the grand finals was super close. and It was literally a dropped combo. Right. Yes. From Sonic Fox? Sonic Fox screwed up and lost. He dropped a combo? Sonic that Fox is... screwed up and lost. He he was in losers, and so he had to come back. And it was a 3-0 in the first, oh, in the first set. Oh, dang. He blew him up. Okay. And then the second set was definitely closer. Okay. But, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, could have easily gone the other way. Oh, so well, the Power Stone. Well, for one thing though, good for Cloud Eight Hundred Five. Yes, he says that he has not won a major like this, even in UMVC three ever. Really? Like he has always gotten like second places or whatever like that. And he said this is one of like the first times that he's you know won won a major like this. So if that's the case, shout out to Cloud Eight Hundred Five. Really glad to see that he's still in this. And mm. I know a lot of people are mad that Zero has invincible uppercut supers and things like that. But you know, yeah. still pretty good. Zero Dante is still one of the best. Someone teams. said the first set was a three one. Was it three one? Yeah. Uh huh. And then apparently Cloud should have won the second one three one, but maybe he dropped a combo. Well, he was definitely dropping stuff as well, <laughs> okay, for okay, sure. Yeah. It was definitely on both sides. It wasn't just Fox. <laughs> mm-hmm. It wasn't just Fox. Uh, Dude, don't even make fun of less than a hundred entrants, man. We did B three. We had like sixty some people. We were like, yeah, babe, look at this crazy 20 tournament. Twenty plus years ago. Crazy tournament. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. pretty bad. Less than 100, you think? Yeah. You think so? I think it's pretty awful. Okay, okay. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to be real with you, James. Okay. It's bad, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Zero Dante is very good. Okay, yeah. Zero Dante uh-huh. was really good in Marvel 3, and it's awesome again. And it's it's good for not even the same reasons. That's the crazy thing, is that they, the, different, the characters are different, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you play them differently, at least. And yet they are still super good. Mm-hmm. Super good. Yeah. So, as a result, Cloud805 gets the Power Stone. <laughs> and the Which pow- basically is what Killer Kai wanted it to be. I guess kind of it is. But done in-game instead. So the Power Stone allows you to get the first hit. In its little explanation slide, it said it allows you to get the first hit, some filler, forget what it was, then giving you the first combo. Mm-hmm. Those are totally different things. So I, I, again, somebody needs to lawyer these things. Somebody (laughs) just got to call up Capcom and be like, look, guys, have you thought about X, Y, and Z and A, B, and all these things? Because there are too many what ifs. Do you have to do the hit in the first five seconds? Or can you wait until the very last second of the match? Right. Uh Uh-huh. You could do like... What, what What if you say... Uh, okay, let's play. But I get the first combo. And if you combo me, I win that game. I mean, to me, it's supposedly supposed to be like round one start, let the guy do the combo. And Can then you build go. up resources first? I don't know. Well, well know. nobody you, knows. Right. Can you whiff uppercuts and build meter and stuff uh, like right. that? Yeah. Can, what, what can you do? What can you do? Uh, so at a minimum, Cloud is going to have to find... Uh, 
some you know wild hits done to clay decay thing mm-hmm. with this team, which I'm sure mm-hmm. exists for zero downside. But well, but see, here's the question: Do you feel like that that HSD glitch will still be in it by the time? Oh, that's we a good question. There, right? I, I don't know. And and does this stone need to be used in game one, or can you save it for game like five in a close set, and in the last game, the deciding game? You get the first combo into your set play, and you basically go, oh, good luck. Ooh. I'm just saying, there's there are too many, too many Unknowns. legal what, yeah. yeah. Oh, Unknowns. man. Seriously, every time the stone comes out, there should be an asterisk next to it, and then a second slide of just nothing but tiny print. There needs to be tiny print. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Uh-huh. There should be tiny print. Because I guarantee everybody who has a stone is thinking about all these possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If in the middle of the combo it gets to two meters, can they counter switch? Are they allowed to counter switch? Fantastic question. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, these these okay. things need to be decided. Right. Man, if you can't even counter switch and uh, you know, it's anyway. I mean apparently it was confirmed Yikes. by Damon that it has to be used at the start of a round, but What does still, that mean? Yeah, I know, right? <sighs> What if you screw up your combo? And you're like, well, let's, I got, let me restart. Because I I am owed the first combo. Yeah, but I think. What if it's, what if it's like jump in, then you miss the second hit's timing and it doesn't say combo on the screen? (laughs) Come on, guys. Is Damon Uh, in there or? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. I gotta, I gotta chat with this fella. Yeah, I know. They need to get you to write all this stuff down, man. I don't know why they haven't yet. It seems kind of... Uh, they, they need somebody, for sure. I'm happy to do it, but... It, do a reset while you combo? It. That's true. What if you just start the combo and then do a reset partway through it just to, like, surprise someone? Like, here's my combo, and then reset, and then... Yeah, you why not? I don't know. Yeah. So, the Power Stone. We'll see how that goes. Yep. Shout-outs to Adomadak, who is in the chat right now. Jibbo, of course. Definitely want to check out his stuff he's been putting a lot of information out there on twitter about marvel and street fighter one of the and actually him and javits just did a podcast recently like the tech monsters podcast oh really? oh, okay. yeah i, I haven't had a that. chance to listen to it but Sick. you should check that out as well i so. will i had no idea uh yeah thanks for all of that very useful marvel infinite chris technology that's that's really gonna oh you're gonna see that everywhere <laughs> oh yeah that's bounding down and pounding yeah. down the old doors I always just like the fact that he did that one thing where he activates the the mind stone and then he he immediately reloads and it goes humanity will always reload. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I didn't notice that. Humanity will always o- reload. <laughs> I was like, good commentary on the state of guns in the in the in the states. You know, it's <laughs> oh, funny. All right, um, but you know, as you mentioned, uh, you think that that less than a hundred people. Terrible. It's terrible, right? Also terrible, single elimination, single game. Even worse. Let's go talk about Toshinsai. Now, look, I'm not going to dump on the tournament. The production I heard was great. I heard a lot of the talent there was very good. The matches were great and everything like that. But I just don't know how you can run like a, a culmination. Like, here's your qualifiers from the U.S. They all show up here. And they're all playing. And it's just single elimination, single game. I just don't know how that... You it's know, dumb. Do you want to? I mean, I'll, I'm happy to say it's dumb. It's a different. It's a completely different strategy, and especially it's when stupid. the tournaments that qualify for it are not that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's 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 not good. I don't like it. I, I was hoping like that that format would have died when SBO died. 
Oh. I didn't want SBO to die. I wanted it to reform itself. But oh, when so it died, I was hoping that that was the end of it. Some people were saying that there was Exer Tekken 7 and, and Street Fighter Five singles at Red Bull as well. I, I don't have those results oh, yeah? anywhere. Yeah, me I don't either. have those results We, we were looking around. We couldn't find yeah, them. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> Mindstone ability. Force your opponent to pick the Mindstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, shout out to Unless Jen you're playing so. Chris. Then, then, humanity will always reload. Okay, but Toshinsai, yeah, unfortunately, US went there. Like, in the team tournament, Kizzy K went up first. First round, he gets a perfect, and then they all lose. <laughs> so, uh, US did not do anything, did not really do any damage here, unfortunately. Uh, let's see if they have the results listed here. They do not have the results listed here, actually. Oh, no, it says results. Never mind. Here we go. So King of Fighters 14 arcade version was... Why did they list King of Fighters 14 first? It's so weird. Uh, Hasumi with Mien Mature and Mei Tin Kun. Uh, second, pl third place was also Azu Nyanko with Chang Billy Zarina. Of course, this is single elimination, so you get tied for third place. Uh, second place was Tagosako with Geese Yuri Benemaru as well as Yuri Benemaru Vice. First place was Turkey with Benemaru Kyo and Iori. Uh... Where's the weird? Oh, there they are. Okay. Uh, for Tekken 7, uh, third place was Glory, Tai Curry with Feng, Noroma with Jack 7, and Chikurin with Jin. So this is obviously a team tournament. Mm -hmm. And a Miracle Romance was SFD, LAC, Yoshimitsu with AO, Aliza, and uh, CAG, Tanukana with Xiaoyu. Second place was Mushin Tekken with Nobi, Dragonov, Yu with Fang, and Take with Kazumi. And first place was Teka H. Suki with Gugumats with Fang, Ken Miguel, and Terrace Cutter with Kazumi. That's interesting, because like that's the team that I had I don't I, I don't I'm not familiar with any of those players. Same dude. Like I know Nobi, I know like Tanukana, etc. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Noroma. Pokin, uh, third place was was uh, so this is a two man team tournament. So third place was Ake no Banin with uh, Gani Kosu with Mewtwo and Saru Taro with Dark Mewtwo. Uh, Taito Amusement City Koriyama with Elm Suikune and Pangi with uh, Pangi with Garchomp. Uh, Futariwa Bug Chara with Tanbarin Lucario and Rara Samu Caesar. And first place was Furima Nanmin 2017 with Azazel Machamp and Momo Septile. Really? Are you surprised about the Machamp? Yes. That guy's been sick throughout the entirety of Pokin's life. Mm -hmm. uh, he was doing work back to... Well, people have always thought Machamp was not very good. Mm -hmm. I assume that hasn't changed. I don't know. Let me know if it has, because that's pretty sick. Good job to him. Uh, but here were the, the major games here. Blaze Blue, Central Fiction... Uh, third place uh, team tournament again. Uh, Seteru Kami Areba Hiro Kami Ari with Tamai-san using Hibiki and Yamashita with Izanami. And third place was Mekyo Shisui. Oh, really? With uh, Kuike Laichi and Aisuke Carl. Because Mekyo Shisui is the is the group that made all those MVC two combo videos. What? The really ridiculous one. So I wonder, is that the same team? Is I was that, is I was just about to ask you to forego asking, you know, saying the team names because I don't care. But right. all right, that's cool then. That might be actually be the same team. Okay, uh, Fuzzy Day Renraku Shimasu, Ronita with S and Mo Mo Moke Moke with Relius, 
and first place was Golbeza with Iwashi, Ragna, and Fenrichi, Fenrich, and Jin. So there you go. Guilty Gear, Exert, Rev2, and I will skip the team names. All right. Basho with Jam, Cha 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 with Kum, and Sabamisu with Bed, and the cha- uh, and then the other team was oh they didn't even list that one. Tendo Karin with Takahara. Oh no, I see what they did. Takahara with Ramathal, Rion with Kai. Uh, Nidame, Nidame with Jack O. Second place was Random Button Abare. Sorry, I just read it. T5M7 with Leo, who was at Evo this year. Uh, Isamu with Venom. Taka with Slayer. And then first place, Ogawa with Zatu. Ruki with Dizzy. And Daru with Eno. So there you go. <clears throat> oh, single M tournaments, may they die. Yeah, Street Fighter V. All tied for fifth place. Storm Kubo, Abigail... Uri with uh, M. Bison, Raiketsu with Manat. Sick. Uh, fifth place, Vanau with Balrog. Sick. Uh, I liked Raiketsu's Manat. I saw some. I saw a little bit of that. Uh, fourth place, Kindebu with Akuma. Third place, Rebanira with M. Bison. Second place, Nishiken, Nishiken with uh, Nakali. And first place, Ponos Moke with Rashid. All right, let's uh, let's get out of this tournament. I don't care yeah, what this. Yeah, there's there was also just so you know, Koime and well, Dengenki Buko, Fighting Climax, Koime and Boo, Dead or Alive, Singles, Ultra Street Fighter Four, Singles, EX Latest, right, Chaos Code, Arcana. I just wish that Natural we didn't wow. have to report on tournaments that had single limb. It it you just have no interest in that. I just huh? I can't care. You just don't I think just that there's care. any sort of. Uh, any sort of validity to it at all whatsoever. I just have no interest. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I, I can see why they do single, because there's so many goddamn games at that event, but they really shouldn't do that. Like, I really... I mean, like, a lot Stupid. of those players flew from out of country to play one game and be eliminated, and that's it. You know, they literally play one game, eliminate, and then the singles play one game, eliminate, and that's it. Like, I just feel like you just get so much more out of it and it's just much more accurate tournament. So, but I mean, how do you feel about two out of three versus three out of five? Do you think that makes a big difference? Do I think what now? Two out of three versus three out of five. Because... I think the biggest deal is having double elimination. But um, but uh, two out of three or three out of five are both way better than one out of one. Right. So the improvement is like boom and then boom. Yeah, know, definitely. Like but that. again, I think double elimination is the is the most important part. So. Right. Anyway. Well, let's talk about what you were at this weekend. Sure. Which is, of course, the E-League Last Chance Qualifiers uh, for Injustice 2. So this is to get into the, basically, the main E-League event. Last chance for players to make it in there. How many qualified? Only the top two. Only the top two. So that means, uh, in seventh place, Perfect Legend and Beyond Toxin did not make it. Correct. Uh, fifth place, BXA Star Charger and Hara Rewind did not make it in. Fourth place, RNG White Boy did not make it in. Yep. Uh, third place, Eris Nivik did not make it in. But in second place, Circa Forever King is now into the E-League event. And first place, PXP, a Foxy Grandpa has made it in. Yeah, they're both very deserving, of course. Yeah. They're, they're both two of the best players in the world. I think that's cool. I, I'm just happy because I know a Foxy Grandpa had... Trouble with the game at the start, yeah. and he, he's just—it's really clicked for him. Now, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Really, really, he's been doing well for a while. Now, yes, so, so I, I think that's—I think that's great. I'm really happy that he made it. He's—he's he's from the UK, so that's really cool. You got the European contingent. 
Uh, I am happy as well that Forever King is there because he's been so good for yeah, so long. Uh-huh. So I think that's great. And but I hope he just Batman's people to death because that character. That is basically all he does. He. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, famous top tier counter picker Forever King. Uh huh. Ex- almost exclusively mains Batman. Right. Uh huh. There you go. Anybody else? He that's there. It else. is yeah, the proof. Uh-huh. He's a very good character. Uh, mm-hmm. Nivik almost made it. Nivik got into so there was no grand finals. Didn't matter. Right. Was, oh, okay. There was no. Okay, okay. There was no prize. So it's technically. Pool. Foxy Grandpa Forever King tied, kind of. I mean, you know, Forever King lost once and, for, and Foxy oh, Grandpa did not. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever. Um, anyway, Nivik got to winner's finals, and then he played against Forever King in loser's finals, so he had two chances to qualify, <laughs> and neither one worked out for him. And he, his flight is ridiculous. He flies from Greece, which is where he's from, Ugh. to the Middle East because it's cheaper to fir- fly there first, uh-huh. then to the U.S. And with all of the the layovers and like the bus rides and and all all of it together, it's forty three hours. What? Yep, it's it's two days. He travels for two days, and and he didn't make it in the E League. So I was. I, you know, I'm happy that Forever King is there. He's a cool dude, and, and uh, I will enjoy oh, having him. Oh, man. Um, that man, sounds like a pain. That sucks. That's a pain. That so. sucks. Uh, <laughs> White Boy, I mean, I'm, I'm sad for that, too. I feel like he's one of the best players in the world. He won't be there. Uh, it was really cool to watch Star Charger and Rewind. They both played really, really well. They're both okay. good. Per- Perfect Legend um, did great. Uh, I'm looking for, and I don't even see it. Finally, Slayer got 17th. Whoa, what happened? He got he got pieced out early. Yeah, I see him way down there. Okay. And then I think you gotta go to page two for this. Let's see. Let's see where he is here. Uh yeah, Biohazard got twenty fifth. Oh my god. He got he got dunked. What do you think that is? Do you think that, that means just the talent is getting that much stronger in the game? Partly, but the other part is that he lost to Oki's a Grod player. Nobody mm-hmm. plays Grod. There's like, uh, there's like three those, Grod players. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's like, not. it's not just that there are like three Grod players. It's that you cannot get experience against Grod unless you're playing like one of those very few. Because mm-hmm. the, the difference in level between them and anybody else playing that character is so big. Right. So if you don't have that X, uh, then you're, you're going to be in, in, in trouble. But still, it went down to... I didn't watch it, but I heard it went down to the very final decision. Oh, okay. And in game number five. So if that hadn't happened... Who knows, right? Who knows? I mean, but like, it's it's also one of those situations that, like, you know, how you were saying, but uh, I always keep saying this, that whenever you run into a Fang in Street Fighter V in a tournament, you just got to assume that they're really good. Hmm. Because... Why would you still be using that character, you know, kind of in that situation? Yeah. So I imagine if you're running into a Grodd, yeah, it's going to be scary. Yeah, and, and Oki's is a good player. He's, he's not unknown. He just doesn't travel very often. He's more of right. an online player mostly, but uh, he's, he's a known guy. He, and he certainly played really well. He made it to uh, winner's finals of his pool. There were only four pools. There weren't that many people there. Okay. Uh, so he did really well. But okay. Anyway, that was the, the results there. Good okay. tournament. Cool. Well, that kind of just leads us right into the next topic. Do you want to take a break before we do that, though? Or do you want to just go Just do it. it. Let's just do it. Let's talk about the E-League. That's right. So this sets up E-League, and this sets up... Uh, how many players are going to be in there? There will be 16 players 16 in Injustice players. 2's E-League. So 14 were determined beforehand, and two were made it in through the last chance qualifiers. So the top eight at the Pro Series Finals, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Then the top two from the uh, Latin American League... Okay. 
Then the top two from the Path to Pro, which was the European League. Right, okay. Then the top two from the Hometown Heroes, which was this, like, ongoing series of tournaments that happened where you, you like, couldn't enter it if you were making top eights at majors or something, whatever. Mm -hmm. Is it, is it, I I heard one of the Latin America guys couldn't make it out because of visa issues, right? Correct. So Conqueror can't make it, Mm -hmm. which means that instead it's going to be Hey George. Um, oh, okay. Who is a Joker Blue Beetle player. Right, I remember. So that's actually yeah, pretty sick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. I'm happy okay. about that. So it'll be Hey George and Killer Shinnok, who's from Brazil, Flash player, etc. The hometown here is, is, is Emperor Nyx with Darkseid and Nubcakes with Batman. So you get, you get New York and you get um, okay. L.A. Uh, then from the path to pro, this is unfortunate. Both Russian players who got first and second place can't make it because of Visa. Oh. Big bummer. So the third place <sighs> gets to go Happy Pow, who's going to be cool to watch. He's, he's kind of a flashy player. Where's he from? Uh, France. Okay. And then this is the blow-up. Okay. Fourth place probably cheated to get where he is. What? Probably Wait, cheated. Wait, how? Uh, so the guy who won is named Bambuka from Russia. And basically, he plays a set of characters. I forget which characters he plays, but he plays some characters. However, when this online tournament was happening, the characters being used were totally different. And they were being used at a way higher level than anybody had ever seen Bambuka play before. So he probably cheated. Probably had some of his He probably had somebody come over and play on his account. So now, if that's true, uh, and it probably is, He's going to come to E-League Exposed. and just get pooped on. Oh, it's going to be horrible. Wow. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be horrible. And, I mean, are you guys going to call it out? Oh, 100% I'm going to okay. call it out. For <laughs> sure, of course. It's absurd. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I haven't had any production meetings on that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm the one. I'm the one with the voice, all right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure I'm going to say it. Because uh, uh, I think that's crazy. But it's it's just it's a tough situation for everybody involved. Like, it's not certain that he cheated. Maybe he just was like all of a sudden a fantastic player of that character. He had, like, his that that character didn't have any gear even because like he had never used it before. You know what I mean? It's like it's like very clear. <laughs> but maybe it's real. So we'll see. I'm surprised he wasn't just like, oh, I I, I can't make it anymore. Like. Unless he just wants a free trip to the U.S. Allegedly. Right? So. Allegedly. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, and well. in, in getting fourth, he outplaced, I think it was uh, Oslo de Mazza, who's an Italian player, and interestingly enough, a law student. And mm. uh, and he he looked into, you know, <laughs> what could he do here? That's funny. I don't think that's there's funny. much. I don't think there's much recourse. Right. But uh, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a blow. Up. Well, so then, from the last chance qualifier, you got Foxy and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. King, and then the Pro Series top eight. I think is probably the real meat of this. Okay. Um, Who are those players? Those are the top eight there. So that was Sonic Fox first place, then Samij second place, then Hayate, then Gross, yes, then Theo, then Dragon, then Tekken Master, and Honeybee. Okay. Uh, that that is a really good lineup and. I mean, last chance falls. Foxy and King; those guys could go really, really far too. So those, those ten, I think that's going to be good. So I, my question is, how is this seeded? 
We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, okay. So it's, that's it's unknown so far. It is, it is unknown. unknown. So we don't know what the first round matchups or anything mm-hmm. like that. Do we know the format? Is it going to be three out of five double elimination bracket? Is it going to be no. pools? Is it going to be... No, no. Okay, so I'm not sure yet. Not not sure. But those those ten, <laughs> the people who made top eight, and then the two from last chance qualifiers, that's going to be, I think, the... the yeah, that's the beefiest meat. part that's of it. The meat of the tournament. But I'm going to be interested to see what Nubcakes does because Nubcakes has got, I think he got ninth at Evo. He's like, he's a really good player. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey George, Joker Blue Beetle, like you said. I mean, I want to be cool to watch. Because the thing is, we just talked about how uh, Biohazard got beat by a Grodd, right? What if people don't know how to fight a Joker or Blue Beetle? Could very well happen. I think he's, and he's going to go winless. <laughs> He seems like a very nice guy. I've, I've played against him online, mm-hmm. uh, and and he's he's definitely he's definitely a good player. Okay. Um, but man, if uh, if 2017 Ultra David takes any games off you, you, you ugh, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. Damn. <laughs> that, Damn. That is that is not a strong competitor. All right, 2017 Ultra David. It's not a very good player. So. Oh man. We'll see. We'll see. But it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to watch. Those are all. There's a lot of good players there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot of different variety. A lot of different regions represented. Even among those. The, the sort of 10 who I think are probably going to be the most uh, uh, interesting to watch. There's a ton of character variety. There's a ton of regional variety. There's a ton of different play styles represented. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. I'm going to ask you the hard question. Sonic Fox. Over the field. Oh, yeah. Really? Over the field. I was going to say Sonic Fox or the field, but you just Sonic Fox. That's it. Straight up, huh? Not even a tough question. No, no thinking necessary. I don't think so. Wow. Uh, okay. Certainly, okay. it's it certainly it's possible that he loses. You know, he's mm-hmm. not he's mm-hmm. not Superman. He's he can lose. I just I would be sub- very surprised. So what would that bring him? He would bring him over five hundred thousand. I guess it would. Like in in only like the major tournaments too. Like we That's, haven't even yeah. talked about all the small stuff. Sure. This guy has definitely made over half a million already in just fighting game events. Pretty good. Congrats it's, to Sonic Fox for actually, winning the league. It's like you, when you say the number, you're like, wait, no, wait, did I mean 50,000? Because it just right, doesn't even yeah. sound right, right? right? Half a million dollars. I hear you. So, no, yeah. I, I, of course he's the favorite. I think he's the prohibitive favorite. I feel like he's going to come into this, and he even tweeted about this. He was like, look, I'm putting everything else on hold. I'm just going to be practicing for E-League. Because right. uh, you know, he got second place Marvel. at Marvel yeah. this, this past <laughs> weekend. And Canada Cup is this weekend. Do we forget to change the title to this? Is, did we forget to update the title? Because people are asking about Watson right now. Oh, um, I did update the title, but maybe he had started the, the broadcast too early. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, my bad. Well, Sorry about that. Yeah, well, I guess we said that in a bit. Okay. Um, anyway, so he, he could go to Canada Cup and try to get the stone there, right? Battle for the stones, mm-hmm, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But um, that's not going to be the focus. It's just going to be right, injustice. So right. if, if he really concentrates on it, yeah, I don't... I wouldn't expect him to lose, but, okay. you know, we'll see. Okay. Uh, yeah, people want me to talk about the commentary situation. That's fine. I'm cool with that. What's the situation with the commentary? Because I know, obviously, you know, people wanted ketchup and mustard to be on there. Yeah, that's you basically know, Arma and stuff like that, right? So, yeah, a lot of people wanted Mr. Aquaman, which <clears> I think all, all that would have been good. Uh, they went with uh, Katana Prime and me, and then the previous E-League mm-hmm, staff, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was... Say Jam, Tasty Steve, Rip, and Z, mm-hmm. uh, and so they're all back again. Say Jam is is great. I mean, he knows the game mm-hmm. really well for sure. Uh, I don't. He, he's he commentated on the Injustice Pro Circuit right like, of mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I don't think there's any concern there. But uh, 
certainly people were concerned about Steve, Tasty Steve, Rip, and Z. Uh, and, you know, I've been playing with Rip and with Steve mm-hmm. uh, online and then in person, too, when we were there in Atlanta this past weekend. And they, they, they know the game better than you might think. Uh, and they commentated at Last Chance Qualls, and from what I've heard, they did pretty well. And, mm-hmm. and I saw that they got some feedback that was, you know, Thanks for being there. Pleasantly surprised, etc. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm I'm happy about that. Um, Z, I think, is gonna. He doesn't know the game very well, right? right? I don't think there's, there's no surprise there, but he. I'm gonna be playing with him. We're gonna be training it up. So okay, I, I hope okay. to instill some of that. But on top of that, I think I think their thought process may have been, like, we want somebody who's not the expert. We want like the role of. Hmm. Interesting. You know, uh, this game is. Certainly has a hardcore fan base, but mm-hmm. like isn't as well known so as like a Street Fighter right or something. Right? So exactly, like asking the questions. I think I think that's the intention for his role. Gotcha. Uh, and to provide, I guess, whatever, be funny and stuff. Right. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, it also reminds me of kind of the situation in 2013 Evo. I think it was 13 when Melee came back and they threw me into top eight for Melee. Was it's also just the experience factor, right? You have these people who have done E-League already. It's nice to bring back people who know kind of what to expect. Yeah. And I feel like that's probably a lot of it as well. So they just brought Z because he's, he's used to the production. He's used yeah. to what's going on I'm over sure, there. I'm sure you're right. And then they, that way they can bring in you and Katana Prime. And maybe next time they'll expand on to a little bit more because now you and Katana Prime are the, you know, injustice knowledgeable like main guys there, right? And then they can bring on other people and stuff. But I, I, I mean, there's no lack of of experience on ketchup and mustard side. They mm-hmm. they did ESPN for uh, right. IPS finals, and they've done you know TV for other stuff in the past. So it's not lack of experience generally. I think that I think you're right that it's probably one that they that they just want the same guys yeah, that they want yeah, the familiarity yeah. uh-huh. of that E League itself does. Yeah, and Croton, Yeah, I got a ton of flack for the Smash Brothers thing. Yes, Everybody was sure. super mad at me. And I was like, it's not my decision. I didn't want to do this. And I was like, next year I will 100% not do this. Like, and I have, you know, it was interesting because like I tried to make it clear that, that this is exactly why it happened. And literally they just chose the only person who knew anything about Melee. <laughs> That's a true story. I remember that. <laughs> at the time. So, yeah. Yeah, I want people who had done it before. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I studied a lot. I wanted to make sure I did not come in there. But, like, man, even nowadays, thinking back on it, where I was talking about Mango and Hungrybox and all these guys, like, I know so much more about them now. Like, back then, I was just like, okay, so this guy's good. This guy's good, you know, and I had... But now, it's yeah, like, I sure. know so much more, and it's it's cool. And, and frankly, honestly, I mean, I had to go through very similar stuff this weekend. So, you know, but we'll get into that a little bit later on. So. Yeah. Uh... uh... Again, so Steve and Rip are definitely practicing up already. Mm-hmm. They they have been. Steve has a good he has a good Robin and Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's a legit player, and and Rip is he was legit, and now is trying to work on getting back to that. I think. Uh, but yeah, Z we're we're gonna be working with. We're gonna be working with. Okay. Um, I so I certainly get like community wanting. Yeah. Ketchup and mustard and stuff. And I like I, I definitely get it. They had that. They had the response post, and I, yeah. you know they were just like, "Like it's cool." Like you know, yeah. we would have loved to have been there, but we totally get it. So, you know, it's not one of those situations where it's just like people were robbed or anything like that. You know, so hopefully, yeah. hopefully, he's okay with it. But yeah, I, uh, we'll, well, we'll uh, see. We'll I mean, certainly do our best. 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think uh, Ketchup and Mustard are fantastic ca uh, casters, basically. But didn't they go oh, to something sure. else this weekend, or were they not at something This weekend? Else? Yeah, because I swear They've been I... doing Quake stuff. Uh, oh, was it Quake? Okay. I don't know about this weekend, I'm just... Because I swear I, I saw Tempest there. Rob take a picture of one of them, but yeah. it might not have been him. It might have been somebody else. I don't know, man. So There's a lot um, of people who look exactly just like the two people. Right. Um, okay. Well, uh, anything else that you wanted to talk about the E-League preview? All right. L since the question was so damn easy, Sonic Fox, who do you think has the best chance to upset him right now? Mm, a better question. Yes. Who do you do? Like, name two people that you feel like have the ability that could take this tournament and be an upset over Sonic Fox. Dragon. Dragon? Definitely Dragon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I mean, like, honestly, yeah, I was gonna, mm, maybe Theo. The only way that I could see something like, like if somehow Samij avoids Sonic Fox in the bracket, I feel like Samij can win this. Like, mm. let's say Sonic Fox goes into loser's bracket early on, and then he loses in loser's finals, and Samij sure. makes it all the way to winner's finals. I oh, feel sure. like Samij could take this. Because I swear every tournament he goes to, like, Sonic Fox is the only person he loses to. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. If, if Sonic Fox somehow goes out early, if he gets, like, the worst intestinal, intestinal cramps of his life, and he just can't think, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he forgot to wear the tinfoil hat that day, and the government's just pumping all the thoughts mm -hmm, in his mm -hmm. head, uh, and somehow he loses... Then I feel like all bets are off because certainly among among the rest, I, I think I would identify Dragon Theo and Samij as probably like the, okay. the most likely to, okay. to do the best. But any of those eight guys, Samij, Hayate, Gross, Theo, Dragon, Tekken Master, Honeybee, uh, Foxy Grandpa, King, any of those guys, I feel like could win like in, the, they, in the same way if, if Sonic if Fox, Sonic is, Fox yeah, is gone uh, and they go into losers they go through winners and he and Sonic Fox loses in losers finals any one of those guys could win Possible. at this point okay fair enough fair enough okay yeah okay. yeah that's right the furry hat actually is made out of tin foil it's there so that his thoughts are not you know intruded upon mm -hmm. by the federal government I thought everybody knew that it's pr pretty powerful actually what was interesting, though, is that Evo, I mean, he had to prove a point. He had to take it off to show that the government could not control him. Sometimes, you know, the thoughts just start bouncing around in your own head. So if you have the tinfoil hat on, they can't escape. They're just in there, you know. It's, you gotta okay. let them out. Yeah, Sometimes enough. you gotta let them out. Okay. Yeah. Well, we want to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about some DBFZ and uh, actually a lot of really kind of interesting small topics that I think that, that I'd like to talk about. So Let's do it. We'll be right back, guys. We'll be right back. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back to the Tuesday. Let's talk now about this guy yep. up there. Ding. DBFZ stuff. That's a lot of right. stuff. They announced all sorts of information on how on its release, etc., etc. So it has been revealed that this game is going to be coming out on January 26, mm -hmm. 2018. So when they said it was coming early 2018, they meant early 2018. Actually real, hopefully. Right. And which might even mean the game is done. Right, because it takes like three months certification mm. to like to send it in or something like that. So I think the game 
It's pretty much ready to How go. About that? Um, but uh, included in that information, I think, is that it's going to be 24 characters at the start. And then there's going to be a season pass being sold for $35 that will give you access to eight new DLC characters during the course of the next year or whatever a season comes out to. Uh, there is also going to be a collector's edition that you can buy that does not contain the season pass. And therein lies where a lot of people are frustrated. I have heard a lot of uh, frustrations here. Now, I wrote a giant series of tweets talking about DLC and my thoughts on the whole entire thing. Okay. Um, a lot of people are frustrated by this. $35 for a season pass. Yeah. Which is the most expensive season pass so far. Right. For fighting games. All the games, for fighting games and everything like that. Uh, what's your take on this whole entire thing right now? I, somehow I missed the fact that the collector's edition does not get it. Mm -hmm. It's It's... Separate even still. Yeah, uh, so you have to buy collector's Woo! edition and the season's pass. Major bummer. So you get the, the, the cool Goku statue, but right. like, you don't get the season pass with the collector's edition. Right, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that That is, uh, that's a bummer. Well, you don't, I guess, need to buy the characters. I don't know, I mean, you know, it's the same thing as with all DLC. Mm -hmm. You don't need to get it. It's, like, theoretically nicer that you can pick and choose which parts of the game you do get, the parts that you care about. That's it. Thirty-five bucks is quite steep. Right. I really feel like that is, that's pushing the bounds of like right. what is acceptable. Because mm -hmm. that's ninety-five dollars total, right there. That's a it's a grip of change, and that's it's for how many characters? Eight, I think. Right. Eight. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so it's less than five per character, which is standard. Five dollars for a character is fairly standard, unless you go to MVCI and Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear, and then it's eight dollars per character, right? So I mean. Eight times eight would have been sixty-four, but you know, thankfully, it's not that much. So true. Yeah, I just I still feel like thirty-five bucks is like on the on the higher end of things, but yeah, yeah, it's it, it's not great. I wish that we didn't have the current uh, economics of of DLC. Mm -hmm. Rather rather not have that, but would you rather we have them? Would no. you rather pay ninety dollars right away? Knowing that you're gonna like, if they just sold it ninety dollars, here's all um, thirty-two characters. Like, if they waited, or if the characters are done, or whatever, like that. I don't know. Wait, say that again. Because the thing about it is, like, in my opinion, I feel like that you know the cost of games obviously have not gone up with inflation, right? Especially for people who bought games back in the Super Nintendo era. Yeah. Right. We were paying sixty ducks, sixty ducks, sixty bucks back then. One horse-sized duck. And uh, that's like $97 now, right? So if we were paying that much back then, you know, I feel like $30 DLC kind of evens out. And so I expect it to happen. But would you rather have it so that instead of doing this DLC route that they just charge 90 bucks for games and for, for, for sure not. DLC? Of course not. Okay, okay. Of course not. No, I think that'd be, I think that'd be stupid. Mm -hmm. No, okay. I, yeah. I, I would, I would of course rather have it so that people right. can pay for what, which parts of the game they care mm -hmm, about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the other thing. A lot of people have told me that they were particularly mad because we don't know what's in that season pass. We don't know which characters are in yeah. there, etc., oh, etc. That, that, that's that's absurd. Um, I I was not like the first time that some developer did that. I think I was like not mad about it. I was mm -hmm. like, well, let's wait and see. Right. right. Well, I mean, Capcom tried it, and then all six characters got leaked. 
yeah. in season one, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like, NRS is done and stuff. So it, oh, it's, okay, okay. It's, it, it's happened. Um, but having seen it now a few times, I think it sucks. Uh, I, it's, it's, it's stupid to ask somebody to pay for money for something that, to pay money for something that they don't know what they're getting. But... You that don't doesn't have make to, any good but sense. But you don't have to buy the season pass right away. You can wait until all the information comes out. Well, right? you can wait until part of the information has come right, out. Like, exactly. But presumably uh, it would be rolling information. Right. Uh, and so uh, now you know, you want this one character. Right. Cool. Should and, I get the DLC? Like, should I pay more for this one? Or should I just get the, get season, the season pass? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a silly decision to have to make. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I just really just want to know what is being bought. I mean, that seems like a pretty reasonable ask. Yeah, I, gotta I mean, tell you. like it's it's. I don't mind DLC so much because, like I said, I think it's kind of like a necessary evil just because of the the rising production costs and stuff like that. And you don't have to buy it right away. Yeah. You can wait. Yeah. And all this information. Having said all that, I'm tired of this stupid rollout information. Yeah, that's that's just, stupid. You know what? When Street Fighter Arcade Edition comes out, just tell me all the characters in season three. Just tell me, like when season one got leaked. Didn't make Li Joe go any less crazy when he saw Yurian at the end of the Abuki preview, like he just saw Yurian fist and, and he still went nuts. Like people are still gonna get hype about these trailers regardless of whether you know they're there or not. Especially for Dragon Ball, man. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. For sure, like, people are gonna be hype regardless. Just let us know, and then you just be like, I can't wait to see how he plays. I can't wait to see, yeah. it. and then that's good enough, right? You know what I mean? Then the character trailer that's revealed will get people hype enough. And just knowing who the characters are, I think I'm tired of the the, the hidden character yeah. thing. Let's just, and then plus another thing too is they always get leaked. They always get, that information is always going to get leaked. It's always stealing your thunder. So forget it. Put it out there right now. The trailers can't leak if they're not even made, right? So, like. Trailers can leak sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But at least it'll (laughs) only be like two days ahead ahead of time. Yeah. Or just things that weren't ever supposed to go out at all, ever. But, um, yeah, they just need to stop doing that. They just need to stop doing that. So. I agree with you. But, yeah, I mean, I know I saw a lot of people, they're like, well, you just lost my money, Ban- you know, Bandai, Namco, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think that's, I think that's too much of a, that's a silly reaction. Because I just, I, there's, you just can't find AAA costing games like this that aren't doing season passes, that aren't doing these kind of things. And this game is obviously made with a lot of love. Oh, This game sure. is definitely being, everything that you want out of Dragon Ball, like, it's going in there. And it's funny, because honestly, like, I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to say that because they said those things about Capcom games now. Like, I tweeted about this DLC stuff, and all these people were like, yeah, it's not great, you know, oh, yeah, but here's it. Like, dude, I had so many well-debated arguments and, like, just good conversation with people about the issue. If I said anything during Marvel, you know it would have just been, like, the biggest shitstorm ever. Like, yeah. everyone would have gotten so mad was, at me. So, so <laughs> to be expected. Oh, uh, man. But, I mean, to be honest with you, like I said, I, I, I just feel like this is a necessary evil. And especially with fighting games, you get... I feel like fighting games, you actually get more out of a character than you do with most games DLC. Like well, DLC can give you this tiny little campaign that's like yeah. four hours long, but a character can be like, you know, if you're into it enough, yeah. you could definitely get like 
50 hours out of a character or something like that. So. I mean, I've gotten thousands of hours out of some characters in fighting games, literally. Right. I'm sure, uh-huh. I'm sure exactly. literally at this point. Exactly. But, but I'm the tiny minority. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the, the statistically insignificant minority. Mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. that. Right. Um, most people who buy fighting game DLC are not going to be putting that much time. Yeah. Some, sure. but sure. but not that much. So mm-hmm. it, it is it is more like for them buying DLC in other games where they're not going to use it forever because they're not going to do that in this game either. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hardcore FGC types are not are not the big yeah the big uh, selling area. What is that called? Number of people who buy things, trade money, for target stuff. audience, target audience. There you go. Okay. <laughs> In in uh, Injustice, Hellboy is going to be coming out eventually. They announced that, mm, okay, and okay. and so is Adam. Yes, right. A T O M. Yes, Atom. Stupid American English and inability to differentiate between Adam and Adam. <laughs> Stupid. What are we doing? We're killing this language. Uh, but you know, I talked with some people this weekend at the Last Chance Qualifier, and they are super hyped for Hellboy. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, even okay. even though they know, like they know it's. Hellboy. Right. He's, uh-huh. he's coming out eventually. Exactly. They know that. Uh-huh. But it's probably a- Atom first because yeah. they've already had an Atom trailer. Right. So they have to wait. They don't know how he's going to play. And so we were all talking, what if he is a grappler? He's got the big hand. Maybe yeah, he's just yeah, a puncher. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe he's like going to have a little shotgun. He's his owner. Who knows? Right. Who and, knows? and that's the thing too, right? Like even with Atom, right? Like the silhouettes, like one guy was tiny and everyone's like, that's probably Atom. Like, everyone knew it was Adam. And even that, when the trailer came out, I got excited. I mm. thought he looked super cool, mm-hmm. right? So, I just... Like, if you're going to do it, just, like... If you want to do it, do it kind of like how MK did it. Like, Raiden Hat. Like, Black Manta. Adam. Every... It's obvious it's them. Just be like, who are these characters? And, like, use, like, the worst opaque value. Well, the, with the yeah, hairs, uh, yeah, use the worst opaque value possible so that you can clearly see it if you just adjust it. Because the people who will care will go and find out. Right. The people who are casual will just look at it and be like, oh, cool. But then, you know, like, you know what I mean? It's just like the people, like, let them just know because they're the ones who are going to be spending the money anyway. And I, I would rather know. I would rather know ahead of time. If I knew that Sodom was coming, like, in November, I would be like, whatever, I'm still excited for that. I'd be excited to see the Sodom uh, trailer, you know? I'd be excited for that, so. I hear you, and I agree. Mm-hmm. With okay. the exception that I think Sodom is probably useless with him. Yeah, they're going to have to do a lot of things different with him. They're going to have to do a lot of things. Because his character is already in the game, like, several times. I, I wouldn't mind it if they made him, like, Alpha 1 grappler style, which is... Because so Alpha 1 Grappler style, he was different because he had massive startup on his SPD, ah. but it reached really far. So, Birdie... Right, it's like Dolphin Dive Birdie stuff, Dolphin Dive. right, but actually based around that idea because he also has good rut offense. So he he's trying to train you to block so that he can sneak in the SPD like that. So and I kind of like that idea. EX Bullhead or EX Dolphin? Yeah, it's not quite the same, I think. It's very similar, trust me, because I thought, I was thinking about that too. I was like, yeah, Dolphin is kind of the same yeah. kind of a thing. But that's not the crux of his gameplay, you know what I mean? I don't think the Dolphin Dive is the basis of his gameplay. And I think you could do that with Sonom. But 
I would not be opposed if they made him a completely different character so that he had a stance change so that he went from size to katana and like did different things like that you know like if he if he if they just took away his grapplerness and just made him fight like final fight like he just runs into you and stuff like that like I would 100% not be opposed to that at all because there's too many damn grapplers in this game right now and Street Fighter 5 does not need another grappler so I agree <laughs> As a grappler player, I, I said that. I agree. We do not need more grapplers mm-hmm. in Street Fighter Five. Wow, yeah, what a world! I can't believe many, I said that. There's too many. Right there are. Now. There's way too many. So much to the point where a character like Alex just doesn't serve a purpose. In the why game. is he in there? Yeah, Alex is like the number one. Why is he in there? Because obviously he's the lowest tier, and everybody else does what he does, but better. Even when he was announced, remember? We, I feel like we had the same conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. before uh, he came out. But Mika's already in there. Yeah, Laura's already uh, in there. Why yeah, Zenku's already in there? Birdie's already in there. Why is he in there? Yep. And we never found out. Yeah. Let's get some zoners in there. <laughs> we'll never know. Let's get some zoners in there, please, please. But in any case, anyway, um, what do we do? What else about so uh, Dragon DVD? Ball? Is uh, as I said, twenty sixth January twenty sixth. Uh, there's going to be some online modes you'll be able to fight in circle match mode where up to eight players can enter into the room and fight against each other with up to four fights happening simultaneously. Uh, there's a world match mode allowing players to choose between casual ranked matches. That's standard. Uh, there is the special bundle, the ult- bundle, the ultimate edition. They'll get the uh, pre-order bonuses, which are like an anime music pack featuring 11 songs from the show as long as a commentator voice pack, which I'm sure is similar to how Guilty Gear, you can change the characters doing the menu announcements and stuff like that. So I think that's probably what that is in there, which I still think is amazing because May can't pronounce Alfeld. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. um, But the pre-orders are up now on PC and PS4, so go ahead and grab that if you have the chance. And another bit of FGC news that I think uh, would be really kind of interesting to talk about, especially from your viewpoint, just from your law knowledge and all these kind of things like that. I don't know if there's any implications that you have uh, more than anyone else, but it was just recently announced that Echo Fox has now partnered up with the New York Yankees. So the Yankees, I'm sorry, a lot of sports teams like the Miami Heat have teamed up with uh, esports organizations, but... Yankees is a big one, right? I mean, because Yankees is just like rolling in the dough, right? They just have money all over the place. But this is, for me, from my standpoint, it's a twofold thing, right? One, it's Yankees. Holy crap. Like, that to me is like, let's have the Lakers get involved with one of these things, right? But two, that also, to me, is really a great sign. I feel like that Rick Fox has just been doing an amazing job with this team because he's been really actively promoting it. You see him, you know, tweeting pictures with Sonic Fox all the time. And he's always talking about how this is legit and everything like that. And I just feel like he's really done a great job building this brand to be picked up by something like the Yankees. But my question now is just to you is like, what are some sort of sort of legal implications or business implications? Do you feel like that this is a good step? Do you feel like this is a bad step? You know, no, I'm, I think I think it's great. Okay. Uh, it. it I, I don't know what the agreement between the two parties looks like at all, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. Because more money in the scene is nice, but it, obviously that's not just for fighting games. Echo Fox has fighting game players, but they do other things too. So that that's going to be 
you know, mm -hmm. I assume spread around. So, I mean, it says that the partnership sees the baseball team allying with Vision Esports, a company that holds majority share in franchises like Twin Galaxies, Vision Entertainment, and Echo Fox. Yeah. So, there you go. There you go. Um, no disclosure on the size of the investments or sure. anything like that. So it, it's it's the thing to do right now for sports teams for mm -hmm. people in sports. A bunch of teams have gotten involved. Uh, football clubs in Europe are are doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, baseball clubs, baseball teams here, basketball teams here. People who were in, you know, they played basketball or they were owners or whatever. Right. There's there's a lot of sports into video games. Uh, going on right now and uh, on the one hand I like that a lot because I it's good to have you know more parties involved more money involved mm -hmm. more players hopefully can do it and full time so, and, and, and found like solid foundations right none of this like this team oh we can't pay our players anymore you know right hopefully <laughs> no, no more of that mm -hmm. uh, so all that is great the other side of it is that it it represents what I'm pretty sure is a bubble. I'm pretty sure it's a bubble. You know, I. We'll we'll see how it ends up. But esports has been here before a couple of times. There have been big bubbles burst in in you know pre Street Fighter Four like at least twice. Uh, not really with fighting games involved, but uh, you know it's it's happened before. I just don't see the revenue being possible in, like to, to sort of make it worthwhile financially right. in the near future. In the long-term future, I do think that is probably the case because so many people are going to be watching and playing video games and esports, mm -hmm. and, and fewer and fewer people are going to be doing the same with, with sports. Um, that's the trend so far among people who are 25 and, and younger uh, mm -hmm. by polling that's, that's been done so far so I would expect that to continue so I think long term it's, it's probably fine but but short term you know uh, the thing that I'm most worried about people were talking about in the chat is the Overwatch League yeah I, w I was just about to ask you about that because I don't know what's going on with know, the Overwatch but... League I don't know what's going on with that situation. so Overwatch is a very fun game but they it came out at this point uh, what a year year and a half ago mm -hmm, it's, like, mm -hmm. it's been on for a while and, and their esports league has not yet officially started uh, in fact, the teams are still being announced. The the bidding process was fifteen to twenty million dollars per team. Um, they had to spend to to get in there, and that that's the bidding process. Who who knows what other costs are involved? Probably a lot. Probably it's probably a ton of money, just a ton of money being spent to get in uh, to the Overwatch League. And it's it's done geographically. So there's like an LA team. I think there's a couple of LA teams actually. There's like a New York team. There's like a Seoul. So they're trying to set it up like sports, basically. Like sports. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're giving their teams hilarious names like The Fuel and The Shock and The Valiant. <laughs> Can't even say it and keep a straight face. Holy crap. Wow. The Valiant. Uh, the Shock? The Fuel? The, the, I think the Dallas Fuel, if I recall correctly. And the LA Valiant. Uh, anyway, so they, they've spent all this money. There's no, there's no like proven success for Overwatch in terms of esports. Right. People uh -huh. like playing the game, uh -huh. and a lot of people do play it, but not many people watch it. It's, it's, it does not get the kind of viewers that you, that you would expect, considering right. how many people play it. And it doesn't have like some established like League of Legends history. Not even like fighting games do. It doesn't even it doesn't have any of that. It's all speculative, and and people are saying that well, Overwatch Blizzard is creating a 
an in-game spectator mode that will make it great. It'll be really everybody will love watching it, but nobody knows that. Right. It's, I mean, I don't. Maybe they do. It sounds Teams like do, I it hope sounds like Blizzard is putting a lot into this and into a game that. You know, like, I know a lot of people were mad at, like, Marvel when they wanted to announce a Marvel League before the game came out, and Justice announced the Injustice League before the game came out. But I feel like it's different, because, like, those, that dedication is, like, their marketing budget. What Blizzard is doing with Overwatch, this is not marketing, but this is, like, like you are going to ruin some people's lives if this does not go right budget. You know what I mean? Because 15, wait, 15 million? Most, more like 20 million. 20 million to get your team mil. and I know like didn't they turn down like some more established teams for some other teams uh, that's that like? league has been doing that right Riot, oh, Riot's, oh, Riot's been doing that okay uh, okay well that's not true actually yeah there have been some cases in Overwatch although again that ha- it hasn't been a, an eSport before they're they're making it so there's David, there's a lot of unknowns so someone subscribe if you could just read this message out for them from Milafune aha uh-huh. I have noticed you there you go Shout out to Milifune. Thank you for the subscription. <laughs> so we'll see. There's, there's so that that amount of money. I just feel like can't be anything but a bubble. Like that can't be right. real, especially Come for on. a game that is not doesn't have that esports part established. Not yet. established. So. Not established. Yeah. So what what I do worry about is that that will blow up badly enough that teams like the Yankees will say, hold on, we, we got into this thing, it's clearly not working out. Right. Look at, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, poor, uh, whoever got involved, uh, the Cavs or the Miami Heat, or somebody owns an Overwatch mm-hmm, League, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a couple of NBA teams do. Uh, they got hosed, so we better get out of here. We're, right. we're, this yes. is not good uh-huh, for us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, that's what I worry about. That's what I worry. I'm, I'm not worried about the fighting game community being like too big for its britches because right. it's not. Like we're pretty fundamental. Yeah, and fighting we're, we're game... basically built on many years of grassroots stuff. Yeah, that's I mean, again, persist. if I don't, if the, if this burst happens, fighting game community goes back to being at the Mandalay Bay. <laughs> for sure, Absolute, right? I mean, like, right. <laughs> like it's literally not like, hey, investors, here's a bunch of like investors, like, hey, Evo, here's a bunch of money. Now you can afford Mandalay Bay. No, Evo is doing it on its own. It's like literally legit, like it Correct. pays for itself, kind of a situation. So, right? so we're not we're not in such an assy position, mm-hmm. but but we do stand to lose the potential benefits mm-hmm. of hey, having Echo Fox and the Yankees involved. Can probably do some players some good. Yeah, that um, sounds that sounds great. It, it just it hurts the ability for people like Justin and like those guys, and even for commentators to try to do this as a career. Sure, right? Yeah, commentators, uh, uh, tournament organizers, and and all the all the sort productions, of yeah, production guys. Yeah, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who who could do better, but may not if the esports bubble blows up mm-hmm. and big investors don't want to get involved in anything video games. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my concern. But I certainly like the idea of like the Yankees getting involved with uh, with Echo Fox. I think that sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, uh, man, really twenty million dollars, and you ended up calling it the L.A. Valiant. <laughs> what what are you doing? I mean, the uh, Overwatch Blizzard required that the teams who were investing not use their established esports team names. So really, that, yes, what? Yes, it's maximum weird, dude. Uh, so the the team that is now the Valiant, they're Immortals. Um, that's their their. So they couldn't have been called team. the L.A. Immortals. No. Oh, and they got extra hosed because they didn't get back into 
Riot didn't allow them into their League of Legends franchising thing, even though they've had a successful League of Legends uh-huh, team for uh-huh. some years now. Uh, they actually had a really good team that took care of its players really well. They they got they got booted out of there in part, rumors say, because they were doing Overwatch. But Which Overwatch com- didn't even let them call themselves immortals. They're so screwed. <laughs> so I mean, th- is I mean, is that really just that that riots like, oh, you teamed up with Blizzard? I mean, that's the rumor. You know, okay. I, I mean, that's the that's the tinfoil hat theory that as soon as it happened, everyone's like, I bet you it was this. It was right? reported. I mean, there's, oh, there's really? like reporting on it that's like sources say. Oh, so. well, well, yeah, sources also had also. That's why I put out that crazy tweet. I mean, you never know, but that's that's what the reporting is. So. All that stuff is mega is mega crazy, and and again, these people are spending giant amounts of money. So I feel like it's uh, I feel like it's probably mm-hmm. probably gonna burst at some point. Yeah, Peter O six one one asks if we want to discuss sexual harassment in esports because we both retweeted an article. Oh. We've talked about it a lot before. That's though. true. We have one episode fairly recent where we brought it up again and talked about it again. So I don't know if it's necessarily for us to bring it up because we're just gonna be repeating a lot of what was said there. You know, that episode was, you know, in response to stuff like what happened with Toffee and everything like that. So, I mean, look, it's bad. It sucks. Guys, grow up, please. Like, stop having this stupid thing happen, you know. I was so mad when that that article included. So the the woman talked about it being uh, from a ton of different sources. Mm -hmm. Randos, players, Uh uh organizers, uh, team owners, uh, some lawyer. Uh uh She mentioned some esports player. And I was like... I know the four esports lawyers. Like, there's, like, <laughs> there's like half a dozen. Oh, like, man. which one of them? It wasn't me. But I know. I don't know which one it was. And, and that that is that's worrying to me. Yeah. Which one of like the couple of I think couple of my friends. You know, like is it one of them? <laughs> it wasn't me. So, I don't know, dude. That's uh, that's that's. Crazy times. Crazy yeah, times. I, a lot of that's obviously coming out also because of like the, the um, what happened in Hollywood and everything like that. That's kind of just started this giant uh, wave of all the people. And, and it's funny too because like, someone tweeted out there like you know uh, you know it's 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 pretty sh- like, there's like very few women in esports who have actually, not tweeted out me too, kind oh, of a situation. Sure. Yeah. And and he was like it should be shocking to people. And I was like, just from all the people that I personally know, like, it's shocking to me that anyone would find it shocking. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, that's how bad it is. Like, I, I don't, and this is not even just like someone hit on you kind of thing. Like, the stories that I hear that all the women have had to go through yeah. that I know in gaming spaces is ridiculous. Like, literally, like, like, how could you even possibly think that? You know, like, what is the guy... Like even thing like I don't even want to like repeat some of the stories oh, yeah, just because like I, I, it's not my story to tell, right? Sure. So it's not my story to tell. But like there's just some that you read and you're just like, like where? Why would you even think that? I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's crazy. So, anyways, uh, I mean it's happened to me, uh, not in such an egregious right. way. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Well, sometimes. There's like definitely I've been groped by randos that has happened, uh, and hit on super weirdly by both guys and girls, um, and and I know from having talked with a couple of other people that I'm not the only commentator who has run into that, so I'm sure it's happened to other people too. I know it's happened to a couple of the top right. players. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know it has. Um, so it's uh it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That was when I back when I was working out more. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm looking at myself on this video screen right now. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm wearing black. Wow. So there you go. That, I need to do some the, work. That is the that is the goal right there. So. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it, it has happened. Uh, well, there was one last thing that I wanted to mention um, about the esports. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, somebody said that they would be okay with the esports bubble bursting because they don't like the sort of uh, oh, commentator-driven right. slash, um, you know, maybe story-driven, maybe maybe. Uh, uh, I forget. I scrolled up and I couldn't find it. Um, but not player-driven is the point. They mm-hmm. don't like that side of esports where it's not about the players and tournaments. Right. Uh-huh. And I and I am with you to a very large degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if. If esports uh, gets blown up and reforms itself, then then I think it would be important to try to make sure that that is what happens. But I mean, look, James, you and I, and basically everybody in the FCC has been telling everybody else in esports since forever that the way to do this thing well is to have the grassroots do it from the ground up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally for ten years, we've right. been having this conversation. Uh, I feel like the first time I ever talked about it was like in 2010, like in early Street Fighter 4 days, somebody from esports was like, hey, you guys should get some big investor well, in here. This, was, this, was, this all came up with MLG when they, right, tried to pick up that, yeah, they tried to pick up FTC and I was like, no, yeah. I was super against no, it. For sure. So in, in those intervening years, FTC has built via grassroots. Mm-hmm. We have people who are all endemic, more or less. Um, there is certainly some outside money, but the people actually involved, even from those from those outside money organizations, they hire FGC people to mm-hmm. like dole out the cash that right. they, you know, mm-hmm. that it's it's basically all FGC. Um, so we're we're in a great position, and and we've I think done a pretty good job of main, maintaining it as a player driven thing, as a tournament first thing. So I mean I don't know if people know notice this, but like my commentary even in the last year and a half has shifted very very much into players like i'm just trying to tell stories of players as much as possible that's why i focus so much on things like mena rd's attitude between games or i talk about how like what people even this weekend at tetris one in in one of the grand in the grand finals one player went ahead against uh the favorite by a lot still lost the next game they had a close game and lost and my comment before the third match was like, man, you had this giant lead and you lost. And then now you're tied and you lost. Like, at this point in time, what are you thinking at this point? Like, I cannot win. Like, your brain is so messed up. Mm. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that I like to focus on. I like to focus on the stories of the players, on their psychology, on what they're thinking. Because, to me, it's always been about that. Even when I made Evo trailers. If you watch the Evo trailers, it was all game footage, and then it slowly kept shifting towards more focus on the players right. to the point where the last trailer I made, I made sure to record everybody's face on a green screen so I could green screen them back there and do that. My blah is better. Like, I literally made sure to do that so I could show the players in the trailer. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's always about the players. Like, I, I'm with you. As, that's that's certain. Those are the that's the background basis of what we do. As much as I want to commentate everything, and I would love to from a financial standpoint, I would rather that we be replaceable. Yeah, for you know sure. what I mean. I would 100%. rather that be we be replaceable because we are not as important as the players. Entirely agreed. So, Entirely agreed. But 
as we've been doing it that way, the whole time, people in the rest of esports, because I've continued to have these conversations, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. as I go to various events and whatnot, why don't fighting game people get more outside funding? Why don't you guys go look for some, you know, uh, major um, investments? Why don't you get some angel investors and ra- rain down money on you guys? Uh, and that's that's my that's what I say. I this needs to be a ground up thing. I mm-hmm. don't I don't want to have some crazy inverted pyramid that can tip anywhere. I just mm-hmm. I want I want the I want the solid stuff. I want to make sure it can last. Yeah. But that is not how basically any other esport ever did it. This is why I always make that comment. If the investors go away, we go back to the Mandalay Bay. Yep. And the only reason why that happened is because we have done this through grassroots methods. And so I don't want I don't want any big money company to jump in there. And the reason why I'm okay with, you know, Red Bulls and ESLs jumping in now is because I've said it back then, when we merged with MLG, if we had merged in like 2010, MLG was more important to us. We were the beneficiaries. Nowadays, something like ESL and 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 like E-League and stuff like that, they're the beneficiaries of our popular. They're trying to get in on us. We are holding the car, yeah, and it's a totally. very big, different standing point. Totally you know what I mean? Like, like if Ely came and was like, you know what, you have to do it this way, then we could just be like, you know what, well, we're not going to support you. We're just going to go back to Evo Mandalay Bay. We're fine, you know. So, like, I totally hear you, man. That's that's why I like how we're going. I think we have a much more solid foundation. Definitely, so. we do. Definitely, we do. But again, that's not how other games went, and because of what they are doing and have done. Uh, I think there's going to be a big bubble. Mm-hmm. So. All righty, man. Okay. Forgot to change this to fighting game news. All right, let's let's just it talk about. It wasn't really anyway. Yeah, let's talk about fighting game stuff. Let's talk about cool fighting <laughs> okay, game sure. stuff here. All right. Uh, so some kind of cool uh, events that are coming up. Uh, if you guys remember, there is the Master Cup for Tekken, which is the tournament that has thousands of players in the five v five tournaments that take place in Japan. Uh, that is coming back. Uh, it is coming back on November 25th. Ooh. So, yeah, last year there was a few thousand players. I thought it was, like, I think I had it as either number one or number two, my favorite event uh, from last year. And it is coming back again uh, this year. Again, that will be on November 25th. I am excited for See, this. They already have 1,000 players registered for the event. And we're a month away. Yeah, 190 teams. That's a five-man team. So that's Damn. 190 times five. So that's that's, just, that's 950 right there, right? So they're just right there. Dang. Impressive. So I'm excited for this. I think it's going to be really cool. To, oh, dude. Okay, so Markman's in chat. Hey. And says he'll be on their commentary with Tasty Steven Giuna. Wow. Shout-outs to Giuna. Yeah, I know. How's it? Man, he, that guy. What, what is a Capcom commentator doing on oh, there? Oh, boy. Capcom Giuna. <laughs> I feel like it was like two years. It couldn't have been longer than two, three years ago when Giuna was like so anti esports. That he was hate, yesterday. And he hated Capcom so he much. He hated Capcom. Capcom is shit. What was Street that about? Five is shit. And here he is. But I feel like that was yesterday. I, I'm but, telling you, Mark Man. Whatever. I'm totally down to do some Tekken commentary too. I'm totally down. To, I'm, I, I think I'm up there with Giuna. I think I can do it. I with, think you probably are. I think I can do it the same way with Giuna. Give I'm, my man a try. Why? Why not? Why not? I can definitely oh, do this because he's not just. 
a Capcom player because he plays Guilty Gear sometimes? Is that why? Probably is why. <laughs> James getting the shaft over there. Yeah, exactly. I can I can totally do it, dude. I am totally down for it. I'm totally down for it. So. Um, yeah, that wasn't even years ago, right? Wasn't that like actually the start of this year? I feel I feel like. His... <laughs> but, hey, whatever, man. I, I, I love Juno. Good. I love Juno. Okay, I'm just giving him shit. He's I love the guy. Dude. I love the guy. Juno's an awesome guy. I, I cool like dude. him. I like him for so, sure. Man. I, I'm just totally just teasing him right now. So yeah, I'm um, half teasing. But <laughs> but Master Cup is coming up next month, and that is going to be super sick. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, like I said last year, I thought it was the, the one of the best events that all year long. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. It was Sick. tight, really well done production, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, also speaking of Evo, uh, the Evo. I mean, I hate doing this announcement of an announcement. Ooh. But uh, Wizard did tweet out that the Evo trailer will be coming out this week. So the Evo trailer. So this is the first trailer. Usually, this first trailer just uh, announces location and date. And then around December, January time is when we find out about the games. So right now, I'm sure that this is just going to be date. This is just going to be location. So we can all start planning ahead. So we don't need any sort of uh, GoFundMe drives to get you to Evo. So you can start saving now. That would be nice. Someone says it's actually like in five hours they're going to release it. Why would they release it in five hours? That seems like a really terrible time to release it at like 1 a.m. Oh, today he said it was coming in 24 hours. Okay, so it might be within the next day that that trailer is coming out. Well, we'll see. Know. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do I yeah, have? Yeah, Fight of Gods, Evo Sunday. <laughs> Sick. Fight of Gods, Evo Sunday. <laughs> That'd be the greatest thing ever. It was basically there last time. Uh, Just game news here. <laughs> um... Uh, Tekken 7, speaking of Tekken 7, gets more NJPW content. Uh, if you remember, uh, King, if you put on three certain pieces of armor, uh, like clothing, then he would do like the move of one of the famous wrestlers right. in Japan. Which actually is his counter hit towards, towards neutral 2. Like if you counter hit it, he does it anyway. And so it's like it just gets turned into his critical, his, his, his critical art, or his super, I should say. Uh, Rage art. Thank you. My bad. My Thank bad you. is rage art. So. Jeez. Okay. But um, this is all for Lars, apparently. So another character is going to get outfits and stuff like that. So apparently Lars uh, will be able to get a new rage art if you put on cool, all man. that stuff, uh, supposedly. So there you go. Cool. Um, uh, also, um, Injustice 2. Yeah. It's announced to be on PC. The biggest news of the day. I can't believe that we've waited this long, because this is, to me, the most important news today. Uh, man, finally. Just this past weekend, right? I was mm -hmm. playing... Uh, I, I brought a PS4 and a game set up to, uh, to E-League, Last Chance Qualls. Mm -hmm. And so Tasty Steve and Rip and I were grinding out until, like, 2 in the morning. And we were, we were complaining so much about how we couldn't just bring our laptop. Just bring a laptop, and then let's play some video games. We had to bring this whole backpack with a PS4 from who knows how long ago. Who knows? PS4 has been around forever. <laughs> I don't know. It's ancient technology. Let's just use our, 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 our PCs. So I tried to install Tekken on my PC and I don't have enough disk space. <laughs> Boy. I like separating my game stuff from everything else. I, I don't know. I just like it. I like it. It's more convenient to me. 
what if you separated it by putting it on a separate hard drive? Yeah. I, I well, Which is what I, I would have to buy another hard drive. Indeed, you would. Actually, I'm more leaning towards buying another computer, period, so I can work upstairs, so I can do all the editing and everything upstairs. So, cool, but that's just an expensive thing to have to do. So. Yeah, no doubt. That is the biggest problem, other problem, too, with PCs as well, is that it is an expensive process. It is a definitely an expensive For sure, process. yeah. The uh, the amount of money you need to go in on it in the start is uh, is certainly more. However, it lasts a long time, and you can upgrade it basically ad infinitum. So. Yeah, but that has not <coughs> gone well for me most of the time. So every time I've tried to upgrade things, I've been met with disasters. Let's put it that way. So I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, that, that's awesome. And it starts... Tomorrow, the beta. the beta, the beta. There's a beta. The beta for it. Yes, starts, starts tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch had a recent update that has added GameCube controller functionality, mm. which is interesting. So that little device that came out for the Wii U that let you plug in the GameCube controllers now works on the Switch. For what reason? Nobody knows. For what reason? Could they possibly be making a Melee HD? I mean, that's what a lot of people are praying for. For sure, that's true. I mean, for me, I think it would just be nice to have another control pad that I could actually use. Maybe that way I could just play on the Switch with a control pad if I wanted to. Because I'll tell you this right now, like, it's nice to be able to pull the controllers off, but I swear that there is lag because they're wireless controllers. Like, if I play Puyo Tetris and I play it on the thing, I have infinitely less... Uh, misdrops than what I'm playing. That makes with sense to me. Off of it, so um, it'd be nice to have a pad. Nice to have a pad. So makes sense to me. Yeah, when when patched melee ends up dropping, it will be great. When Sakurai redoes melee patches. Oh man, that would be the funniest and worst thing ever to happen. Yeah, I'm just gonna make it so that Fox and Falco can jump cancel their gunshot now too. Because it definitely was not good. Invincible enough. gunshots, please. Yes, invincible gunshots, exactly. God. <laughs> patched me. Oh, that'd be so mean. That would be the meanest thing ever. If they patched it, you think? Yeah. No, I think it would do. No, it'd be terrible. For sure. Just it, because they would do it wrong, right? No, no, no I mean, it. even if it was great, people would be mad. There's no way around it. Right, yeah. There's no true. way around it's it. True. It's true. There's nobody who, who would be cool with all the changes. That happened in. Our own community. You know it. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. You know it. I, I don't know of any game that... HDR was to... not some imbalanced mess. I, it was not my, prefer, my preferred game, but mm -hmm. uh, wasn't terrible. But man, it was terrible. That's how well, it went. I mean, honestly, they, he, the, the characters changed their play style a lot. Yeah, they did. A lot of characters have their place yeah. out completely more. It's not what I would have done, that's for sure. Right. So, I mean, like, if Melee HD, honestly, like, let's say let's say I was in charge of rebalancing it, right? Heaven forbid. But, like, yeah. even, if, even if I was the one that went out and got the research from everybody, the goal would be not to nerf anybody. Just, find, just buff other characters up. Like, that's all I would do, to be honest with you. You know people would be mad. There's no way yeah, to avoid it. Yeah, it's probably true. It's probably true. That would be the best way to go about it, but there's no way to avoid it. Mm -hmm. so. Well, right. uh, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition pre-orders will now include 30th Anniversary and Nostalgia Premium costumes. So there's a lot of new costumes coming. So everybody's been wondering where that Ibuki and Alex Nostalgia costume is. Oh, right. Uh, well, here they are. So they're here. Even Jury has a Nostalgia costume now, so she looks like the classic. Akuma doesn't look like a freaking 
oh, lion, lion bot here anymore and stuff like that. So a lot of cool stuff like that coming out. And then there's also going to be some uh, 20th anniversary costumes for Bison. And, uh, and I think like... Uh, Karen, doesn't she have like the, the, oh no, no, that's the sports DLC that's coming out where Karin actually has the, the horse trainer outfit, which actually yeah. is really, really cool. That's I, cool. I really like that one, so. I like Zangief one where he's like a gladiator or something. Yeah, 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 that's right. I don't really know what's going on there, but it looks cool. Also, there is a game called Toho Sky Arena. Which I don't know anything about it, but it's a it's like a it's I think it's a platform fighting game. It's a arena fighting game, okay. but it's coming out on the Nintendo Switch. So far, it's only been on PlayStation Vita, but oh, they just announced uh, that it's coming out on Switch. Cool. Uh, again, uh, it features twenty playable characters from the Toho franchise. I don't know much about this game at all. I don't know anything about this yeah, game. Fact. But for anybody out there who does know about this game, you know, hopefully that excites them. So. Uh, also, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, although we did not have the numbers, actually placed 6th on the September sales chart. And it was only out for two weeks in September. What sales chart? Uh, the official NPD sales chart, I think. Uh, let's see. Uh, September, so... Uh, Were there like 7 games that came out? No, there was actually more than that. So okay, Destiny, what did it place above? Destiny 2 was number one. Of course. NBA 2K18 was number two. Madden NFL 18, then FIFA 18, then Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. So those are some pretty big games that people sure. are excited for. Sure. And then Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Now, granted, it did better than Grand Theft Auto V, which is like a 10-year-old game. Yeah. But it did do better than NHL 18 because nobody oh. watches hockey in the U.S. Yeah, it's dead. As a hockey fan, uh, Breath I know of the it. Wild, Rainbow Six Siege, Mario Kart 8, Metroid Samus Returns. I'm actually kind of surprised about that. Po Pokemon Tournament DX, Overwatch, really? all these things like that are down there. NBA Live 18, I'm not surprised by that. NBA Live has not been good for a while. Apparently not. But Marvel vs. Capcom is at number six. Now, I'm suspecting it's like the big five and then there's this huge drop off to to marvel but it's still not as doom and gloom as i was expecting so. i'm very happy to hear that because i thought it would sell poorly yeah i'm but that's pretty great. sure it's a big drop but i do need to oh God, how have i not picked up metroid samus returns yet well, you're part i feel of like problem. i'm completely messed up on that yeah exactly i totally should have I bet you if I bought it once, it would probably jump over like Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom Infinite. It's all you. Yeah, none of those games came out in September for sure, so I, I don't know, but I thought it would be really, really terrible, so. Okay, um, what else is going on? Uh, in terms of community stuff, uh, I mentioned this before, but Silent Scope had been releasing a bunch of tutorial videos for CVS2. He's released a new one. I think he's done one per groove so far, yeah. and now he's finished the K groove one. So you could definitely check that out. Check him out on Twitter. He is at Twitter. Uh, well, actually, if you just go to YouTube.com and look up Silent Scope, you'll be able to find him. Let me make sure it's not like Silent Scope 8. Yeah, it is. Silent Scope 88. If you go to his channel and you see a header with Cami from HDR in there, that's. That's the one, so there you go. Cool. Nice work. I watched the one on Ngroove. I see you in the chat there. Um, I liked a lot of the info, although I wish that you had uh, 
like stopped and started the video sometimes because there were there were times when it got a little rambly just to give well, honest feedback. But I thought it was good info for sure. Apparently, Wizard responded to uh, Maximilian and said that it actually tanked hard. What are we talking about? So Maximilian says, another news, MVI, MVCI charting 6th in September NPD is much higher than I thought it would be considering the competition. Need actual numbers, though. And Wizard responded, I have the numbers. It tanked hard. So there you go. So 6th apparently is not very good at all. So, Well, okay. That's a bummer then. Yeah. So there you go. Roller coaster. Yep. Well, unfortunate, so, but... We'll see. We'll see what happens. So, dang, there's going to be an injustice to ESL tournament in Australia for twenty thousand dollars, and Biohazard will be gone. That's cool. I hadn't okay. heard about it. Okay. Uh, if you could, please send on Twitter over to me some info. Yeah, that was not the best. Yeah, sentence. I mean, to be honest with you, like I'm not surprised if Marvel did really poorly. It had the worst marketing ever. No. Nobody knew what was coming out. The game looked horrible. There was so much negativity going into that game. So, yeah, who knows? Uh, I, I would be surprised if it did well. Yeah, I mean, I hope it did. The but. thing that makes me the most sad about that is that I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that that means it's probably it for Marvel versus Capcom. As a series, probably will never see another one again. Just because it's tanked hard and Marvel's going to be like, you guys suck, we want Injustice numbers, you know, like... Yeah, why, why don't we get these DC numbers right, right now? Right, and then probably that's it at this point in time, and they might throw it over to... Like, they'll see Dragon Ball, and they'll be like, okay, Arxis, now you make a Marvel fighting game, you know, and something like that, which would be sick. <laughs> which would be amazing. <laughs> what a silver lining, James. Yeah, yeah, I know, that's actually amazing, so... Can you imagine, like... Hager versus some of those characters in Marvel? Um, they don't even need to do a versus, dude. They don't even need to do a versus if they just straight up just made a Marvel. I mean, honestly, Arxis needs to make all the fighting games. Capcom needs to hire them. Dang. To make Darkstalkers. Dang. Right? Like, Capcom just needs to straight up do that. Apparently, they've done it before, too, so. <clears throat> but uh, it would be a completely different game. It'd be a good, different, completely different game, of course, so. Uh, that's all I have uh, for FGC News. Okay. Um, uh, I do want to just take a little bit of opportunity just to uh, talk about my weekend this weekend. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, I went to the Classic Tetris World Championships this weekend, which took place in Portland, Oregon at the Oregon Convention Center uh, during the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. So it's literally an expo. So they started this tournament back in 2010, I believe it was, and in 2012, just through chance meetings like one of the main guys who was running the event ran into one of the guys who ran the portland retro gaming expo was ah. like why don't you hold it at our event they're like ding light bulb went off and yeah it's pretty much like the main kind of like spectator event thing to watch mm -hmm. over there they have panels and all these other things over there but i got to go there i got to do commentary for tetris the grandmaster i got to do commentary for te for classic nest tetris I saw that too man it looked awesome. This weekend was like the James weekend. Like okay. I'm serious. Like I, I don't I like I am just sad that I did not go previous years now. Because it's at the Portland Retro too. I got to play these old ass games. Dude, I, I mean I wish I ha I I wish I could like show you like I could do the slideshow thing where I could show uh, all the photos. But like they had a video game museum where they this guy just had this these giant clear walls of nothing but twenty six hundred boxes. 
Atari 2600 mm-hmm. boxes, and I was looking at them. I was like, I had that one. Oh my god, Sick. I had that one. Oh my god, do they have Sword Quest Waterworld? Oh my god, like, and then like they were selling in televisions. I was really? so close to buying an Intellivision and like a ColecoVision and stuff yeah. just to have them because I don't, I've never owned those things. Same. But, like that, ter- that event could have been bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> Financially, yeah. Yeah, that could have been really, really bad for me, but it was. It was so cool. It was really, really cool, and the Tetris stuff was amazing. And like, dude, it's 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 crazy because it's even eye opening. Because like, I thought like a lot of the players when they were playing NES Tetris, they were just super good. But then you find out that there's even this weird execution techniques in that game too. That like, normally if you hit left on the controller, it goes like that. But you can trick the game into maintaining that the whole entire, the, the fast pace the entire time. So when pieces come in, they immediately slide. Oh. So on the higher levels, you can get things to the edge. Oh, so there's like this weird technique that some players just manipulate it and can maintain it for the whole game Sick. and stuff. Or you you know where you can let go and then reestablish it. It's, it's called DAS, D-A-S, like dash event, something or other like that. But like... There's just That's like cool, the game is way Old more tech. complex than I thought it was going to be, but Sick. I'm totally inspired. I need to I need to get into this. Yeah. So like I need to play all this stuff. But um, it was really fun. I had a really great time there, and uh, yeah, God, I swear it was just like it was like the the James convention. Well, I watched some of the Tetris commentary, and I thought it was really interesting. It was okay. it was fun and interesting and and who, who was the guy who you commentated the nest stuff with chris tang yeah he was really knowledgeable yeah and chris tang interesting enough played like in the very first street fighter 2 sunnyvale golf land tournament ever did he you got, know like, him? third place i did not know him from before but he was at b3 so we could have easily Dang, met each other how yeah that? he was talking about a lot of and dude a lot of the guys there were like big video game fans and everything so sure, i mean i was i was definitely um you know, a lot. They were really welcoming, and it was really exciting. And I, it was very cool. I meant to ask about the boom, boom Tetris for yeah. blah. Is, yeah, there, uh, is there a is there a thing about it's that? It's just something that Chris Tang just started to do, and now he it's his catchphrase. Guy, so okay. he just does it all the time now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God, if they, if Arika could do Tetris the Grandmaster for that'd be great. But I mean, it's kind of it's interesting to see a lot of situations because a lot. So there was a couple of Japanese players who came over, and so they were like some of the favorites to like take out Jonas. Jonas, who has won six uh, uh, classic Tetris World Championships, and remember it started in 2010, right? So right, right. Okay. Seven, but now I think he's won like seven out of eight or something like that. So he won this year, so he's got seven now. I mean, this guy is ridiculous. Yeah, he was but, great. Uh, the Japanese players got upset early on. They really? Okay. They won Tetris. The, oh, let me tell you about Tetris the Grandmaster here. So Kevin DDR and the two Japanese players and a fourth player uh, made it to grand final to, to, to the final round. Okay. And what they do is they play three rounds, and this one has nothing to do with score. It's just who can get to grandmaster the fastest. Mm-hmm. So it's just a race to get to grandmaster. And you guys have watched AGDQ, and you see him trying to get to grandmaster on Tetris the Grandmaster. It's really hard, right? Yeah. And ten minutes is considered like if you can get sub ten as your personal best, you are good. Right, it's usually like ten minutes and twenty seconds or whatever like that, and that's what they usually get. They play round one, they play round two, between the four players, whoever gets there first gets four points, then two points, then one points, then zero points. Okay. After two rounds, it was not decided. It was not obvious who could win. It could go any way on the third round. Okay. Was it three rounds total? Three rounds total. It got to the third round, and I shit you not, this will never happen again. This will never happen again. But. It was getting so down to the wire 
and pretty much Kevin DiDiano, the two Japanese players. So the, the fourth player, unfortunately, got zero points first two rounds, right? Uh, so he was kind of out of the equation. But the other three were like neck and neck at the very end. And they all grandmastered within 0.40 seconds of each other. What? Less than a second. They grand, it was grand, grand, grand. Less Jeez. than a second apart, they okay. all grandmastered in the exact order that caused it so that the score was 7-7-7. Seven to seven to seven. So that they were all tied after the third round. What? And so they actually had to go back to the tapes to find everyone's oh time for the tiebreaker to tiebreaker to add everyone's time up together. Yeah. And first to second was <laughs> separated by less than 15 se- first to third was separated less than 15 seconds. That's crazy. And they all had sub 10s. All three rounds, all three of those players had sub 10 grandmaster speeds. It was the most ridiculous thing. That's like cool, when man. it completed everyone was like, "What? Like what? How and like it was funny because one of the Japanese players didn't even realize what happened. He thought he had grandmastered first. Sure. And after you grandmaster, you can keep playing as the credits go. So he's sitting there playing, and he's just looking. He's playing. He's looking. He thought everybody playing. else is still going. Yeah. And then and then he looked, and then also you see him go like this. Like he was like ah, but one of the <laughs> Japanese players actually ended up winning. Okay. So it was Japan, Japan. Kevin DDR got third, and Kevin yeah. was like, I'm not even mad about this. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, to have it end up that way, dude. Yeah. Oh man, it was awesome. Though. It That's was great. So cool. But uh, the classic, yeah, uh, man, I got, like, they had an after party on Sunday, and we were all just hanging out, and, like, I'm just sitting there, and I'm, like, talking all this, like, really geeky Tetris stuff with people, like, oh, you know this, and I really like how Grandmaster Versus sends garbage pieces, because it's blah, blah, like, dude, I got to geek out on Tetris stuff so much. It was was awesome, dude. I had a great time. Yeah, and actually, there is a stream archive of this. If you just go to twitch.tv slash classic Tetris, they're also gonna put it onto uh, youtube.com slash classic Tetris. So uh, all that stuff is going to be there eventually as well. So cool. Um, it was great, dude. I had a great time. They they also asked me like do you wanna come back next year and I'm totally down. I mean and, and again, like this they, they don't like you wanna talk grassroots. Like these guys are like definitely like not yeah. not even like trying to say anything mean about them, but I definitely like spent way more money going there. Than I did, that I made. You yeah, know what man. I mean? Well, but that's like, I, that's, ex- that's, expe- that's expected. Yeah. Right? yeah. I had no expectation otherwise. For I sure. wanted to go because I wanted to have a good time there, and I just I love it. And dude, it, I feel like it's gotten to the point right now where this could be. They need to just start thinking about like you know if because you could tell talking to a lot of them, they're like, we want to grow this bigger. We want more esports. Dude, they should just like start throwing the Evo for puzzle games. Like, literally, they should have NES Classic Tetris, they should have TGM, they should have Puyo Puyo Tetris, because then the Tetris company will be more on board. Put in Magical Drop, so Justin can win that, apparently, (laughs) as well. Put in Puzzle Fighter, put in Bust a Move. Like, if they can just, like, start... That sounds really cool, man. Yeah, and dude, like, even the guy who ran... Like, one of the guys who runs it, this guy named Trey, he... The way that he does it is that he actually pipes the feed of all four Nintendos. Like, they're played on legit Nintendo. But he reads the output of it 
and redraws it in HD in his own display what? so that he can even display point differentials and he'll count the number of line pieces and if it starts to be a drought, all of a sudden the drought number will start showing up on screen. So he can put them all four on display and they're green screen on the side so the player cameras are there. Like it is like That's this wild. guy is crazy. Like he is doing some crazy stuff, dude. That's crazy. He literally is taking the inputs and reprocessing them into his own display yeah. to stream. It's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> They're doing crazy. some cool stuff there. Dude. Dang, so. all right. But yeah, well, I, I definitely gotta go back and watch the uh, Grandmaster. I didn't, I didn't see that part. Yeah, that thing, that was ridiculous. Dude. Yeah, uh, and but, I saw that there was a little video sent over by the creator of Tetris. Yeah, Pageant Nov actually got the, the the hard part about it, honestly. And I was talking about this to the Tetris people. It's like the next classic Tetris is its own beast. Like, it's most Tetris players consider it to be the true Tetris because there's just no hand holding in this game. You can't slide pieces. You only get one preview. There's no hold, mm. and like there's literally a kill screen. You get to level 29, and like it's basically unplayable. Although like four people have gotten to level 30 or something like oh, that. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, but that's considered the, so. There's actually a time limit. Like you, you will, you have to beat the other person's score before you reach level twenty nine, or right, you're done. Right. So sure. there's this kind of weird looming time limit on there and everything. But the problem with it is, like, I want to stream it. I literally have to bust out my Nintendo and my Tetris card. Like, there's no way for anyone to get into it. And in fact, we had player profiles for everyone, and most of them skewed pretty old. A lot oh, of them sure. were mid thirties. Some of them were early forties, late thirties. There's no young people playing this because they just don't have access to this, right? And so it's an, there's a lot of interesting situations for this community that I'm, you know, that they're trying to figure out. Yeah. And of course, the Tetris company, very similar situations. They want things to be very like they're super OCD. Like Tetris pieces have to be certain colors. You have to have these certain rules and all these things like that. And Nest Tetris doesn't fall under any of those rules. So are they okay with people promoting this, or will they release like a updated? You know, and Nest Tetris HD, you know, on a, on another system yeah. or something. So, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be really interesting. So, yeah, mid thirties is super old, dude. Yes, trust me, super old, super old. So you know, uh, I think it would be super cool. I think it would be super cool if we could if we could all do this. If we could make this into something bigger. So, I, I think it's great, man. I hope it goes well. Yeah, it's certainly fun to watch. Yeah, even one player from uh, uh, Finland named Jani, J-A-N-I, who apparently just does nothing but eat, sleep, and drink Tetris. But apparently their Evo 37 video involves him. Oh, Just look really? up J-A-N-I, Jani, go Super Saiyan. Okay. And just watch that video. And okay, we'll do. It's, it's pretty entertaining. It's okay. pretty entertaining. And then, and then one, watch Jani. He's going to be the, obviously the one that does something funny. And then after you watch it, go back. And watch the other player for a little while. Okay, we'll do. It's pretty funny. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, obviously, I, I, I'm getting really excited about the whole thing because, I, like I said, I just oh, had I a tell. fantastic time. They had a lunch break between Top 32 and Top 8. And I was like, all right, I'll go check out some of the more of the con before I go and uh, actually eat something, right? And then I ran into a Discs of Tron machine, and then that was it. 
that was my lunch break because that Interesting. is that is that was my jam. That game, really? Oh my god, I used to play that game so much. But it was cool too because I saw like Lord BBH is a fighting game player. Yeah. I, I ran into him over there because he lives in the area. Okay, like I have on I played him in Marvel Super Heroes at E3 before E3 was big for grand okay, finals sick. of a Capcom booth tournament. But like Abonic Plague was there. He was doing right. commentary for a Smash tournament over there. Uh, uh, Irene Lee Wave uh, was doing was selling. She's she did the Meowville versus Capcom stuff, and uh, she <laughs> oh, was man. there selling stuff at the venue as well. So there, you know, there was like I saw Zero Chan there. She was like trying to write some articles and everything like that. So I saw a lot of fighting game people there as well. Sick. too. It's really cool. Yeah, it's exciting. Well, cool, man. I'm glad you had a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm, J A N I Yanni J A N I Yanni goes Super Saiyan. Yeah, take a look at take a look for that video. So, but there you go. So that was that was a lot of fun. I did go up there. I forgot to check the weather reports. Uh-oh. I went up there with no long sleeve clothes, no hoodie, and it rained. Ooh. I found a hoodie there. I bought it. They saved my life, and I left the hoodie on the plane. <laughs> oh jeez, what a what a time. I'm going to try to call United and be... They have, like, a missing item form. I'm going to fill it out, see if they have it. I'll I'll see if I can get it bad, but... Okay. Can it really be accurate that somebody who's alive enough in the world to be typing on our internet chat right now... Wait, say that again? Can it really be somebody is alive enough and aware enough in the world to be typing on our chat and was born in the year... uh, And whose dad was born in the year of 1983? Can that what? be possible? Does, that some, does someone actually say that on here? Somebody said that that their dad is born in 1983 and that they are somehow old enough to be typing on an internet chat. Crazy times. I can't believe it. Well, how old am I right now? I'm older than that. I'm 30. I'm definitely four. older than that. Well, okay, let's think about I'm this. 34. If you're born in 83, yeah. that means you are, what, 17... 1734 right now and if you had a kid when you were 21 they'd be 13 years old right now so if you had a kid very early on sure i guess i guess 13 year olds can type that's true when i was 13 i could type i was i was being a weirdo in aol chats at 13 super weirdo oh boy i am so glad that those days were not in the public twitter sphere dude that would have been you know there are some benefits to being like on the the cusp of the digital age and not fully you know into the old new millennium. I don't have enough time to do anything like this, so I'll just. I wanted to create like a, a secret Twitter account called uh, Ancient FTC Twitter. Okay. And actually just like type out people's Twitter comments complaining about old school games and stuff like that because I thought that would have been hilarious. But. Doesn't that exist? No, no, but like that's. I actually wanted to make up like comments how. People would have complained about it uh, back then, as they would, as they are now, you know. But I never got a chance to do that. So, but I think that would have been funny to do. I didn't do live journal. I didn't do that stuff. But uh, yeah, I was definitely a was definitely a little weird, little weird kid <laughs> on my various <laughs> internet forums. I was on a Warcraft three forum. I guess that was all. Yeah, it was later. But um, Warcraft three was. Not that, even that, was, that, that long ago, right? That was later. I was already uh, out, of no, I was, co- that was, out of college. And yeah, yeah, I was in college. So. Yeah. Um, I guess it was like AOL chat rooms. <coughs> and then the first forum that I was on was uh, there was a forum for the California chapter of the uh, youth in government, uh, YMCA youth in government This doesn't thing. sound... 
which I was part of. As geeky as I thought I was going to be. Okay. Really? YMCA Youth and Government doesn't sound like it's geeky to you. It was basically a model government that we did up in oh, Sacramento every year. That's right. You and so there, there'd be before, like somebody yeah. who was like elected governor of the fake, you know, government we were doing. And then somebody, there were the senators, state senators, there was the assembly people, mm-hmm. there were the, the uh, reporters. One year I was an assemblyman. And so I introduced, like, something like ban all guns amendment. I don't even know, whatever. <laughs> uh, and then I was also, the the next year, I was the editor of the statewide uh, newspaper's opinion section. So I was, uh, I did that for, for a while, uh, which was a mistake on their part. Yeah, I was, okay. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was about to say, I don't feel like that that sounds like a good idea at all. It was hilarious. Uh, we, had, we had some of the funniest stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote, I, I assigned one of the writers to write a pro-capitalism article. Why should we keep capitalism? And then I did the communist section. <laughs> and then when I didn't like, uh, so the... So the, you were pro-communist in that, in that yeah, article. Yeah, I mean, more or less. So yeah. you could work for the government now. <clears throat> Anyways, continue. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so... The editor-in-chief didn't like some of the things that I was doing, obviously. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And so some of the other reporters and I basically banded together, and we we quit the statewide newspaper, and we created our own newspaper. This is a totally true story. Uh, and we ended up selling it at the uh, the like statewide meeting that we had in Sacramento, which we were all there for a week. Uh, we like refused to do some of the actual writing that we were supposed to do. And instead, we printed out like 500 copies of our own newspaper that we made, and distributed them to people. And there was just this, some of the worst things that ever been written. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> how, how many did you sell? Uh, we sold most of them, actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We were definitely big old nerds. And you know what? Today, you would just create a blog. Woo! Boy, that was, a, that was a fun time. You would just create a blog today, dude. Oh, man. I remember one, one of the points of a big difference between me and the editor was that I wanted to purposely make it so that all of the articles were skewed physically from where they were supposed to have been. Like, I wanted the layout to be purposely wrong. <laughs> it was, I'm telling you, it was the stupidest idea to make me the editor of anything. But, uh... This is why you had the joystick that you cut holes and lines and stuff into, right? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely definitely part of the same trend. There's no doubt. Why? I don't know. It's hilarious. I think that's funny. I still think that's funny. Although I, I might not quit my job over it. <laughs> as I did back then. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, anything else to talk about? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm done. So, anything... Uh, I mean, probably chat doesn't really have anything in there for us, so... Uh, okay. I'm good, unless you have anything else that you have. I'm just glad that my internet troll days are hidden well in the past. That's crazy, too, because the internet, usually you can find anything, right? I mean, maybe it's possible, but, you know, you'd have to be, you'd have to be quite the sleuth. Dude, my favorite, my favorite was um, <clears throat> when there was that one account that was tweeting out a different GeoCities page every... Day. Like, wow. at least they had the front Yikes. page of every GeoCities page, and then my X Men vs. Street Fighter combo fact came up. On no it. way! Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Someone actually. actually linked me the tweet, and I was like, Yes! That's dude, so I was cool. so proud of that site, dude, back then. That's so cool. I was so proud of that site. Oh my god. 
It's funny. I'm not Scoop Newsman. You kind of wish you were, though. Um, well, there were definitely times when Scoop Newsman came out with things that I thought, genius. Right. I was like, that's mm-hmm. excellent work. But that actually makes me feel kind of sad for whoever was Scoop Newsman, because people kept attributing it to me, and whoever came up with funny stuff uh, didn't get the, the credits. So. Yeah, my homepage is still out there somewhere, too. It's pretty crazy. Okay, so... <laughs> All right, some people are going to have to go see if they can find the way back stuff from David Graham from the AOL modem days. So, Well, you wouldn't be looking for David Graham, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to sleuth it out extra hard. Oh, uh, there you go. Extra okay. hard. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, anything else? You no, good? good? Okay, cool. Let's, let's play right. the old bird. Yeah. All right. Birdie. Boom. Tetris. <laughs> Is that what that's from? Mm-hmm. Sorry. C- sorry. So C-T-W-C. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> no, that's great. That's actually exactly like how my newspaper looks. <laughs> <laughs> actually? Dude, that explains That actually is exactly everything. like it. That's exactly that like it. That explains everything. 15, why, 20 years why later. Why this looks the way it does and none of the things at the bottom are lined up and no. everything like that. It's oh terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh.